Welcome, everybody, to episode 79 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey's not with us right now. He's still at work, but on his way home. He should be back by the time we start the second segment, our main segment. But we'll we'll keep you posted as we hear more about that. Uh, today is January 24th, 2013, and our episode today is going to be our our five five predictions from each of us on what's going to happen with gaming in 2013. Um, we got some teasers first. Let me call those up. Uh, we're going to be teasing Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch, The Cave, the THQ uh, IP and studio sell-off, Dust 514, and Final Fantasy All the Bravest. So the, a lot of those will be talked about during what we played. The other ones will be talked about uh, when we do our roundtable discussion. So let's get into Nibble Bits. Will, what do you got for Nibble Bits? Uh, my first one is Resident Evil Revelations is getting a console port May 21st, and it's uh, coming to the Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, and Wii U. Uh, my next one is Assassin's Creed 3 is getting a DLC, Tyranny of George Washington, and that's coming out February 19th for $10. And I got confused. Didn't this come out already for the PlayStation? I think so. So this is coming for the 360 computer yeah, PC, probably. Yeah. All right. I, yeah, I, think to... that was, I think that was available at launch for the PS3. It was, yeah, it was I'm the ex- sure. extra missions, yeah. and that was one of them, I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was interested in getting that one, but I realized I let a friend borrow Assassin's Creed, and I have no intention of going back. God, I really want to go back and play it, but... Fuck. It's, I know. it's worse when you haven't played it for a while and then you go back and play it. Yeah. I think it's one of those games that you need to play through right, right when you get it. Because mm-hmm. once you come back and see, well, in my case, once I came back and saw how shitty the controls were, I was like, I can't <laughs> play this anymore. But for every Assassin's Creed game I played, I've played a little bit of it, quit playing it for like four months and went back to it and beat it. Yeah. So maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Sometimes I get an urge to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, my next one is Rockstar is releasing a Grand Theft Auto Vice City uh, for the PlayStation Network. And it's coming out January 29th, and that'll be $10. Eh, Vice City was the one I liked, I think. I feel like we have this conversation every couple of weeks. You like San Andreas, if I remember correctly. I don't know. I think you liked Vice City, too. Because Vice City was the one that was like kind of set in the 80s. Yeah, I kind of liked that one. And then San Andreas was the one with the gang war. The gang war. That's the only thing I liked about San Andreas. I didn't like anything else about it. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll get that for $10. Shit. Why not? Fuck it. You're right, though. We do have this conversation every couple weeks. We do. We, do. we bring this up every couple of weeks. And we can never remember which one you did nope. like. Nope. It was like which, uh, Tune in in a couple of weeks. We'll talk it over again. Yeah. It was like when it comes out, probably. Yeah. It's just like the James Bond. You never figured <laughs> out which one you played. I'll never remember which one it was. <laughs> um, and my final note of it is um, earlier this week, people were getting into the SimCity beta. And this was a bigger news story before EA uh you know commented on this but kotaku noticed in the clause for the beta it said that if you know of a bug or an exploit and don't report it that ea has the right to ban you from all ea products is what it said in the clause Mm -hmm. and kotaku reported on that and said that that's a little harsh for not knowing about a bug and not reporting it in a beta Mm -hmm. and um ea ended up responding to it a little bit later by saying uh you know the words were a little too broad we would never ban our fans from all games for not reporting a a bug um what they meant by it was if you abuse the exploit yeah if you you don't report it and then use it after the game's launched as an exploit that's that's when you're going to face consequences yeah and that's when they said they'd ban you from all ea products yeah and what there's really much good in ea products i don't (laughs) know i'm pretty excited to play some city well i mean you got that and you got fifa that's true other than that there's not a whole lot nope I'd be devastated from those two, though. Oh, God. I'd kill myself yeah, if I couldn't play <laughs> You FIFA. wouldn't be able to continue with life. Nope. <laughs> sure wouldn't. 
But you that... have to just play. Uh, uh, what's the other Pro Evo? Pro Evo. Yeah. Which one's that one? Is that 2K? Is that like under 2K? No. I don't know something? who makes that. I'll look. Go ahead. I don't think it's 2K. No, it's not. It's definitely not 2K. <laughs> Whatever. Go ahead. That that was my last one. Okay. Uh, I'll go next while Eric's looking up who makes Pro Evo. The Firefall open beta will begin Friday, January 25th, which is tomorrow as of right now, but when you're listening to this, it'll be later today. Uh, it'll last for 48 hours. So if you're interested in Firefall, which is like a cel-shaded third-person MMO shooter... Um, give that one a try. Is that PC? I believe I believe it's PC only, yes. Um, the BBC did a story earlier this week, uh, or maybe it was late last week, uh, on 86-year-old Hilda Knott, who's been gaming for 40 years. Wow. Um, the, the story was her, you know, talking to her, uh, you know, she was sitting on her couch uh, playing Disgaea 4 and Grand Theft Auto on her 65-inch television. Nice. And being fully aware of what was going on in the games. And, and one of the reasons she gave for playing games for so long is they help keep her, her mind sharp. Sure. And she did seem very sharp for someone who's 86. Um, I hope to be gaming when I'm 86, but I probably won't see 86. <laughs> Me either, man. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Um, but she, she was playing on such a big television because her, her eyesight isn't what she used what it used to be. So, um, But, yeah. Grand Theft Auto and Disgaea, which Disgaea apparently is a very complex strategy RPG. So it's not uh, not your, you know... Normal. You, you, right, you can make the argument that Grand Theft Auto is not complicated, um, but Disgaea is definitely complicated. Um, Good think, for her. Think Final Fantasy Tactics mm-hmm. along those lines. Oh, so. okay. Good for her. Yeah, definitely. I was very happy to see that. It was heartwarming. You know, all the negative press the games have been getting lately, I think that was a good good thing to come out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Epic Games announced that the original Gears of War will come bundled with Gears of War Judgment. Um, they said in their, in their press release that only half of Gears of War 3 players played the first title, the first Gears of War. I didn't. Uh, and a lot of people called out that, and, you know, they're like, well, how would you know that? But I, I just think you have to look at sales, you know, if... if the first Gears of War sold half as many copies of Gears of War 3, you can get a decent idea that about half the people played it. And like Eric said, he didn't play the first Gears of War, but did play the third one. So did you, you do you even play Gears of War 2, did you? Nope. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's, it comes bundled for free with, uh, with, with Gears of War Judgment. I think that's, that's great, you know. Mm-hmm. I remember really liking the single player for the first Gears. Um, but the the multiplayer was kind of bad and laggy. Mm-hmm. But you know, oh, that was, wasn't that an earlier, really early release for the three? Like, yeah, three? it might have come out. Mm, it wasn't really early. It might have come out like right after, shortly after Oblivion, like oh, okay. the fall after the Xbox came out. Oh, okay. So, uh, all my next one is all the missing Skyrim DLC is finally coming to the PS3 in February. Plus, the PC gamers get the Dragonborn DLC on February fifth. So there's that. Um, for all you PS3 fans that have been burned by Bethesda, you're finally getting your. Have they even gotten Dongard yet? No, they haven't gotten anything yet. That's um, sad. But it's all it's all coming out in February. So that's good. And my last little bit: CVG.com is reporting that Microsoft is replacing its Xbox Live Chat with Skype in its next generation console. They're trying to inter- integrate Skype as as the voice chat video chat you option said xbox is doing xbox it? yeah um as their as their voice it's owned by microsoft so okay um oh, they're nice. trying to integrate that with with all their devices rather than having separate mm-hmm. separate programs or whatever so 
that's my last note. But Eric, what do you got for us? Uh, I'll start with some Wii U news, um, which I want to talk more about later. But because mm-hmm. um, we got some feedback about this, mm-hmm. uh, new Wii U Mario and Mario Kart games are going to be revealed at E3. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's I why you have a Nintendo. Yeah, I was gonna say there's not really much else on Nintendo that you can look forward to, but that's exciting news for Wii U owners. And they're also doing a remake. This is another nibble bit. They're doing a remake of Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker for the for the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a couple years ago. That was a April Fool's prank that they were doing a. Wind Waker remake for the Wii. I think is what it was. Really? That's or cool. that it, or that it came bundled with one of the. Wii Zelda games, not Skyward Sword. Was no, it, it might have been Twilight Princess. That's that a, that's Twilight a, Princess was going to come bundled with a Wind Waker remake. That's cruel. It that was is, cruel. That is cruel. <laughs> it's really cruel. I liked that game a lot. <laughs> Funny but cruel. <laughs> They're just laughing at us. Yeah, Wind Waker was really good. So that that'll definitely be worthwhile. Uh, my next one, Leisure Suit Larry. Have any of you played Leisure Suit Larry for PC? Mm-mm. Not oh, the really old ones, like the first yeah. or second one. They're yes. they're they're dog games. Mm-hmm. Um, they're putting a collection out. It's coming to goodoldgames.com. Mm-hmm. Ten dollars, definitely worth it in my opinion. I think you get five of the games mm-hmm. with that. Um, this is not to confuse you with the HD remake that they're doing mm-hmm. um, that comes out this year, but I would check that out. It's funny. At least it was when I was a teenager. Yeah, I don't definitely. know if it still is, but <laughs> it was back then, and I had fond memories of it. I always hoped I'd get to see a tit or something pop out. You know? Yep, <laughs> a very poorly pixelated. <laughs> really <boob>. poorly. <laughs> did the trick for me back then, though, didn't it? Yes, it did. <laughs> All right. Um, and my last one. Some I tweeted uh, some of the Xbox 720 hardware uh, is being rumored out there. Um, Dan, I'll let you kind of expand upon this because like I said to you earlier this is all Japanese to me I don't mm-hmm. know anything about it but mm-hmm. it's rumored to include an 8 core CPU mm-hmm. yeah I read that it's supposed to be more powerful than anything on even gaming PCs right now really yeah that's that's what, what some people have said wow So, Blu-ray which we talked about yep. a DirectX 11.1 capable GPU yeah DirectX 11 is the like Windows 8 graphics okay. yeah um, drivers. 8 gigs DDR3 RAM. Mm-hmm. That's, That's good. standard. Yeah. Uh, uh, standard on, on PCs nowadays is about 8 gigs. That's what mine has, I think. Yeah. What's this here? 32 megs of embedded SRAM. What's that? SRAM. SRAM. I don't know. All right. Yeah, well, that's just some of it. The rest of it's just a bunch of mumbo-jumbo. Yeah. Here, but. Well, one of, the, one of the things, like, that's that – I, I think they're – you know, and Do you, does it say what what graphics card they're using? Graphics processing unit GPU. Uh, it'll be it'd be a Radeon. I think it's a Radeon something. Or hasn't no, that leaked yet? I don't see it. Not at least on, not on this. This is from Gamespot. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, the the thing with consoles is, you know, you look at the Xbox and you're like, oh, those specs kind of suck, but. Like the console doesn't have as nearly as much stuff to to run well, as as a PC. I wanted to say because I'm looking at all the comments on this. Yeah. And the first one about time Xbox was half as powerful as my PC. It it does not what it's made for. Right. It's not a PC. Right. Because a I PC mean, has to do a lot of different right, things. A console yeah. doesn't. Right. And then the next one says it's good enough for what it needs to do. It's not a PC. Yeah. No, right. the graphics on that are going to be unbelievable right. on the next systems, yeah, definitely. I, developers I, said Dragon Age 3 looks unbelievable. Yeah. I just, I hate all the, like, comparison between 
PC and PC console. and console, like it's different. Yeah, I mean it's kind of the same. You know, it's yeah. going to be more this more similar, but it's still different. Yeah, I think the like I want to say the Xbox 360 has. I think it only has 512 megabytes of RAM. Oh, yeah, wow. which you can't run a computer on 512 right. megabytes of RAM anymore. But it's it you know you could still get graphics like Halo from that. I know you know RAM isn't necessarily the the be all and end all of graphics, but you know plays a part for, in for it. comparison. Yeah, yeah, definitely for for how things run anyway. Yeah, um, you know just because everything's so dedicated to just gaming, it doesn't have all the background processes that a PC has to do. Yeah, you know especially when you're running antivirus and everything else, all the all the registry entries it's it's a lot on a pc and not as much on a console yeah everybody on on the comments is just like oh my computer pc yeah that's all it is and then every now and again somebody smart will come in and say well it's not a pc right exactly (laughs) that's all you have to say yeah 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 so yeah that's it for my nibble bits cool but exciting i'm so excited for new consoles me too yeah me too uh we'll probably be getting a little bit into that during our main segment Right with uh, yes, our our predictions uh, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. All right, uh, Eric. Why don't you tell us how your week was? Um, I don't think I did too much. Oh, I did move, uh, which sucks. Obviously, mm-hmm. I did have a buddy to help me, so that wasn't too bad. I got it all in one trip. All my big stuff. I rented a U-Haul, which, by the way, what a racket that place is running. Ninety really? bucks for one I, trip. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I drove from Binghamton to Newark Valley, which is. You know, forty minute drive back over. So like two but, hours, probably. Yeah, it, or three I, hours? I drove forty nine miles. Oh, it was based on the miles. Yes. It's ba- well, there's a twenty dollar flat fee mm-hmm. to rent it, and then from there on, it's like a certain amount per mile, and they they ask you to estimate how many miles you're going to use. I I told them forty five. I did forty nine. It was between, and then you have to refill the gas tank, mm-hmm. so everything was ninety bucks. Wow. God. I hate seeing that going <laughs> down the shitter, but. Yeah. What are you going to do, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I moved. Um, I made chili today for the first time in my new Dutch oven pot that I got for Christmas. Nice. That was pretty good. Uh, the recipe I used called for a little too much chicken stock. It was it was a little more soupy than I like my chili. Oh, okay. So next time I'm going to leave some of that out, but that was good. Um, what else is going on? Oh, the Sabres are off to a good start. Yeah. So that's Hockey's exciting. Back. Two and oh. Um, they're losing right now as we're recording, four to two, which sucks as they're playing the zero and two Hurricanes. But they're probably tired. Yeah, mm, yeah. Condensed schedule. Yeah. Other than that, Dan, I don't, I don't think I got too much going on this past week. Okay. Yeah. Excellent, Will. What do you got for us? Um, not a whole lot. I have this week off from school because it's Regents Week at Newark Valley, so I've only had to take two tests. So basically, I've had the week off. So I've just been playing a lot of video games and. Hang out with my friends. I signed up for a lot of betas. I signed up for the Elder Scroll mm-hmm. uh, beta. That what did they just start that? Or yeah, that it started on? the beginning of this week, or was it last week that they started the beta registration? So it's been pretty early for. Yeah, it. it hasn't been very long. Okay, good. Like a week tops. I like to sign up for the betas like that early, so I have a better chance of getting in. Yep, me too. But uh, I signed up for that one. I signed up for the Firefall one for the open beta. So I'll be mm-hmm. doing that tomorrow. It's a fun I, game. Yeah, I, I've heard great things from it. So I played uh, Beta Weekend a couple, like maybe a month ago, for it. You really like it? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Are you doing the weekend this week? Uh if I get the chance to play it, I will. Okay. I already have it on my computer, so I just need to download the updates. Okay. Just let me know if you want to play. Okay. And I'll play. Mm-hmm. But I uh, signed up for that one. Company of Heroes too. Um, Sim City. 
beta, and I also down. I'm currently downloading right now Path of Exile, mm-hmm. which Eric talked about. I think I don't know, maybe a month ago. That game, I uh, yeah, I'm somebody did it vaguely got, familiar with it. It got brought up, but it's like Torchlight and Diablo. So I was like, oh, oh yeah, I did talk about that. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So I figured I'd give it a shot, and it's an uh, open beta right now. So I downloaded it, and I might play a little bit when I get home. Nice. So. Yeah, because you don't have to go to school tomorrow. Nope, just going to go home, play video games and stuff like that. Fabulous. But, uh, yeah, I played a lot of Fallout 3. A lot of Fallout 3. Um, but, yeah, just that. Excellent. All right, uh, I got a weigh-in to do. I started last week, last, was it Thursday that we recorded, or Wednesday? Wednesday. Wednesday. I was 260.6. My current weigh is 257.8. Hmm. So it's almost three pounds. Oh, boy. Which is nice. Diet's still going strong. It's pretty pretty easy once you get going on it. Oh, yeah. That's what I've always found. Yeah. Um, I did want to say that I'm not one of those people that uh, blames everyone else for me being overweight. Um, Because you're a logical person. Well, yeah. I don't blame fast food. (laughs) I don't blame – I blame myself for being weak and eating too much (laughs) and eating unhealthy and not exercising. Um, It's not your fault, Dan. Come on. No, it's 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 Will's fault. I. It's pizza, man. Pizza. I blame pizza. pizza. I blame pizza. I blame Pizza Hut. No, I'm just kidding. Pizza's... No, I, I don't blame. I don't blame anyone else. It's my, it's my own fault for overeating. And I, I said I wasn't going to do it after the last time I lost weight, but it's hard, man. It's hard because I love food and I love beer, and you know that stuff's just not great for you. But you know, like I said, losing weight's relatively easy as long as you you have a mind to do it. So yeah, I lost three pounds. I think that's. Probably what my goal is going to be about three pounds a week. I know you're only supposed to lose one or two, but three, three, you know, that's a little too slow for my liking. I think three pounds is probably a good number. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's that. I tried to play Final Fantasy VII on my PC again this week, and the keyword that are being tried. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember when I first bought it. I had a lot of trouble trying to get it to work with oh, all yeah. the the DRM. Well, I tried to play it again, and I had to re-enter the serial number that I got with my purchase, oh, God. which I didn't have because I deleted the email. Um, so I spent about half an hour combing through the Square Enix forums trying to find how do I could look up my serial number. So I finally did, and I entered that, and I got to the screen where you have to enter your account information, and I entered my email address and password like it is in a lot of other places, and it didn't work. So I tried my other email address and, you know, a handful of other passwords that I use, and and none of those worked. So I was like, all right, well, I'll just sign up for a new account. So I went to sign up for an account under my main email address, and it didn't work. Oh, my God. Because I had already had an account. So I don't know what happened there. Um, So I just gave up on it. And I probably won't buy anything from Square Enix again because I'm so pissed off about that. They are certainly giving the finger to the fans. Yes, they are. We'll talk about that a little bit later, too. Um, definitely, uh, you know, it's not only giving you the middle finger, but they're, they're twisting it too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so there's that. I played magic for the first time in many years this weekend. <laughs> uh, I bought, bought a deck, uh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago and, uh, I finally got the chance to use it this week, this weekend at home with Corey and Will. How'd you like it? Love it. It's a lot more strategic than I remember. Um, I had a lot of fun and I actually did relatively decent. Um, especially, you know, I picked my cards initially not knowing really what was going on and I ended up winning three and only losing two matches. Nice. Yeah. You beat me and Corey twice. Corey twice. I, I'm, you didn't use your best deck. I know. And I'm sure Corey didn't use his best deck. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but you know, I'll still, still take a small victory in that. Um, and then I actually taught the wife how to play it. Yeah. I don't know if she'll want me saying that on air, but she did tweet, she did tweet it. So she, she tweeted me and Corey. It's, it's out there. And I, was like, uh, I taught her how to play it and she, she liked it too. So I, I built, I built another deck out of the leftover cards that I had from, mm-hmm. um, and I use that deck. I use a new one. I let her use mine. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there's that. I also tried big steam, big picture mode, both on my monitor and then on my TV. Cause I bought a long HDMI cable. Um, looks really good. Does it? Yeah, it's really, really cool. Um, I definitely see how that would work as a, like a console, um, when you, when you fire it up and, and try it. Nice. Uh, looked good. It's kind of a pain because I have to turn off my computer, turn off my TV, unplug the H- HDMI cable from my monitor and plug in the one from the TV. Okay. Now when I get my new video card, it's going to have two HDMI ports so I can run dual monitor. Uh, Nice. I don't. I don't want to try that with my current video card because I don't want it to explode. It's not great. So that'd um, be devastating. Yeah, yeah. Because it, uh, there, I think it's got it's got a built-in one, but then I wouldn't really be able to game on it at all. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing I have to report is that I no longer have a cell phone, at least not for making calls and texting. Anyway, I still have my cell phone and use it, but it's for Twitter and email and mm-hmm. show notes and what, stuff. What exactly happened? Well, I was going to cancel it anyway, but what happened was my phone was doing the battery thing again. Okay. It was shutting down and, and for no reason. And it still does occasionally. Um, so, you know, I wasn't – I was I was going to cancel this month anyway, so I, you know, I had the wife cancel it on her way home from work finally. You, you so. said gave it up pretty much? Yep. Nice. Um, I will have a new, new cell phone, and, and I'm switching to T-Mobile eventually when I can afford to buy a new good phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but who knows when that's going to be? I'm in the same boat. I want I, a new phone. Yeah, I'm currently fun employed. I actually it says I'm due for uh, an upgrade in this this month. Really? I don't know why, because I just got my iPhone pretty recently. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I feel like it wasn't even a year ago. It no, wasn't. It really but, wasn't. I mean, I did have a change in my account where I'm on my own account now. Maybe. And I don't. But I don't know why that would matter. Yeah, I don't know. If anything, that I feel like that should push it back because it's almost like a new contract. Right. That you, that's really weird because I just got my upgrade and I've had my iPhone for two You're years. You're supposed to get it after a year and a half. You can do an upgrade. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to, though. Huh. I am interested in the Galaxy S3, but I, I don't know, man. Wait till I get it. I'll tell you how it is. Right. Yeah, you can play with, play with Wills and Ooh. see if you like it. <laughs> <laughs> see if he likes it. But I will. Um, so there's on. that. The only other, oh, I want to talk about, I played Bastion, I played The Cave, I played the original Fallout, and then I played Star Wars Episode One Racer. Oh, so I'll be talking boy. about that later. Yeah, what a great game. <laughs> great game, and boy does it hold up. Does it? Tell you. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, so yeah. Now, how did you play that? We'll talk about that later. Okay. All right. Uh, Roger. Yeah, I think that's everything. <laughs> Uh, I real quick, guys. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry about the typing. I'm over here debating in my head. I was on DealsOn.com just now, mm-hmm. and I got paid today, so I'm in that mood. Oh, mood to spend money. And this is a game Corey and I had debated getting for PS3, and they have it. It's a Armored Core Five. Mm-hmm. It's twenty bucks. I don't know. What do you think? 20 bucks. I do like mech combat. Yeah, and if it's highly you, customizable. Yeah, if you don't like it, Corey will want to try it at least. Yeah. Probably. I would it's it. still a, a like a $60 game, so. Oh, I would definitely buy it. Right. At the very least you could trade it in for at least 20 probably. 15, 20 yeah. bucks. 
Alright, fuck it. I'd do it. I'm gonna do it. Alright, I think that's everything for this segment. We're gonna try and get Corey joined in during the break. Um, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I know he's still a little ways away before he got home. So, yeah, we're going to take a quick break and be right back right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 79 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. Corey is now with us. Welcome, Corey. Hi, thank you. Sure. Sorry. No, that's fine. Uh, let's hear your nibble bits before we get started with our main segment. Yeah, I'll run through them quick. NHL Game Center is now available on Xbox Live. Requires a gold subscription fee, or requires a gold subscription and a $50 fee, as does Game Center everywhere. Mm -hmm. And it's available globally aside from Nordic countries uh, for whatever agreement they have out there. It doesn't allow them to have Game Center through Xbox Live. Oh, that stinks, because there's a lot of uh, Swedes and Finns. A lot of Nords. (laughs) Do you, do you get it? It's, it's yeah. Guild, it's guild yeah. War. Oh, yeah, I didn't get it. Norn or Nord. Weird. Weren't Norn. they, weren't, weren't, what were they in Skyrim? Uh, Nords? N- Nord. Okay. Weren't they? I think so. I don't, I don't recall. What were they in EverQuest? Uh, Barbarians. Right? Yes. Wasn't that the class or the race? I think so. Doesn't matter. No. Crystal Dynamics announced no pre-release Tomb Raider demo. A lot of people were excited about having a demo, and their hopes and dreams were shot down. Yeah. Crystal Dynamics said it was because to protect their carefully crafted narrative. Uh, my opinion, if if your demo spoils your narrative, I think you have an issue. Yeah. I think there's lots of ways to do a demo without spoiling the narrative. Yeah, plus you want to give people a, a taste of the game, because that's one that probably a lot of people are going to be on the fence about. Yeah, you know. Yeah, especially yeah, like old school Tomb Raider fans. Mm-hmm. Unsure. Um, we'll get into that because I'm going to talk about Dead Space Three microtransactions. Okay. We'll get into that in roundtable. Mm-hmm. Diablo Three director Jay Wilson has stepped down from his role and he's working on a new project within Blizzard. Apparently, he worked on Diablo Three for seven years. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what he was doing the whole time. Not certainly making a good making, game. Certainly wasn't making a good game. <laughs> okay. Nah, he deserves more credit than he gets. I I think he was more pigeonholed into what happened rather than... Yeah, I think that is the case for a lot of the studio for that that particular game and a lot of games. Yeah. You can now use PayPal as a payment option on PSN in North America, Mm -hmm. which is cool. Yeah. If you're worried about getting your credit card information stolen from... Hackers through Sony. I don't know that PayPal is that much more secure, is it? I don't know. Has PayPal had any giant breaches? Probably. I would think so. I, I don't know for for a fact, but... Yeah, I don't know either. Did you guys talk about the PS4 specs no. in the controller rumors? We saved it for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, yeah, so the, some PS4 specs and rumors about the controller were making the internet rounds this past week. According to a Kotaku article, the rumored PS4 specs are as follows... 8GB system memory, which is an upgrade from what we were hearing previously. We heard originally 4GB. Mm-hmm. Video memory, 2.2GB. CPU is a 4X dual-core AMD 64, quote-unquote, bulldozer, which I guess essentially means 8 cores. 8 cores, yeah. The GPU is an AMD R10XX. I don't know anything about that. 
the ports, uh, four USB 3.0 ports, two Ethernet ports, Blu-ray drive, 160 gigabyte hard drive, HDMI and optical output, 2.0, 5.1, and 7.1 channels. And apparently the controller will feature a touchpad similar to the PlayStation Vitas. And on the Vitas, I never got it to work the one time I played with the Vita, but it was on the back of the controller. And, uh, you know, you'd hold the controller normally, but you'd use the rest of your fingers to manipulate the touchpad in the back, which is could be pretty cool in, yeah. in a good way to add a lot of control features. Uh, and I guess it's has an, it's actually clickable. The touchpad is clickable, and it's multi-touch. Hmm. So okay. could be cool. I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, did you guys talk about the THQ auction results? No, that's going to be a roundtable. Okay. For me. Okay, because somebody tweeted it before me, um, and then I tweeted once they actually had all the 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 information. Yep. So yeah, we'll we, we'll get into that later. That's my nibble bits. Okay. All right. Well, let's get started. Uh, as I said before the break, our episode today is going to be our to- our top five predict or not necessarily top, but five predictions for the 2013 uh, gaming season. Corey, why don't you get us started with your first prediction? Subsidize Xbox 360 just like we saw them do with the $99 Xbox 360 that was packaged with was oh. two years Xbox Live. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Subsidize Xbox. I, I said 360, but I guess it would be subsidized new Xbox. It's going to be just like your cell phone. You can spend $200 and get a really kick-ass device uh, with with Live. Um, Locked into paying a lot for Live for two years. Two years, or you can pay $600 for a behemoth console uh, what do you guys think that's tough i mean i would probably do the cheap go the cheaper route because i would have live and i would want live anyway i would too can you imagine so. 199 bucks for the new xbox yeah but you're gonna need the month. memory for it it's not gonna come with shit memory no Corey's saying uh it's gonna be like the normal normal xbox oh but what it's going to work like a cell phone contract. Oh, I'd do so, it. Yeah, heartbeat. so you're, you're paying for a cheaper console, um, but have to pay for like two years worth of Xbox Live monthly, which equals out to it would equal out to be more than the than you would probably pay for the console. Yeah, I'd do it I if mean, you, if you were just to buy just the console. Like, it's like almost like setting up payments for your console. Exactly, exactly yeah. like that. Yeah. Except you get Xbox Live and there's no interest. Well. Not interest in the traditional sense, but yeah, okay. I think uh, I think it would be a really good move, and it would probably it would probably entice me to get an Xbox 360. Yeah, you think they're years. actually going to do that? Just one of my predictions. I kind of went the route of crazy predictions. Okay, yeah, make it a little more interesting. I mean, we could all sit here and say, "Hey, don't make fun of my list." <laughs> we could all sit here and say, "New console will be announced at E3," but. I don't. I don't have <laughs> that. I didn't put that either. <laughs> Fuck you, Corey. I have one similar. Okay. Why don't you go ahead, Will? First prediction. My first prediction. Thirteen. My first prediction. <laughs> I did this one just to poke fun at me and Eric mainly. That mostly at himself. He, man, mainly Eric because he loves this game. But um, <laughs> that me and Eric are going to buy the next Call of Duty and hate it. And then and, continue and, to buy the next couple. And wonder why you bought it. And then wonder why we bought it. And, talk and about, do nothing but bash it on, a, on the podcast. And talk about how we're not going to buy the next one, but then we're going to buy the next one. Okay. Then that's, I think that prediction is going to fail, Will, but... I don't know. We'll have he, to see. You're saying that now, but when Call of Duty is coming out for the next console, 
Yeah. Modern yeah. Modern Warfare Five is <laughs> coming out. You're gonna be like, that looks pretty cool, and it's on the next console. Like, I should try it and get it. Oh, God. Then you're gonna get it, Fuck and we're gonna you. we're gonna hate it. Will's going with the easy predictions. <laughs> Just like me. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> All right, Eric, what do you got for us? First uh, prediction. <laughs> I told uh, Dan and Will I had five that I didn't write down, and I could only remember three of them, so this one's kind of stupid. But um, I think uh, digitally downloadable games is going to be a lot bigger, like Corey always says. I think yeah. you're going to see a lot less of uh, discs going out, and people are just going to kind of come to terms with it. You know, yeah. I mean, it. like we, we talked about earlier, Corey, I was talking about uh, specs for the Xbox, the new Xbox, and... All the comments underneath it were mostly just people bashing it because it wasn't as good as their PCs. Yeah. And, I don't know, I just think that the digital stuff is going to start to take over. Yeah. And, I mean, people have to realize, I'm sure a lot of people do, but I'm sure a lot of people don't, is that consoles are dedicated hardware to games. You know, they don't need to have the specs Which that a PC has. Which is exactly what Dan said. That's what I said, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. My first prediction is that... Grand Theft Auto V will win lots of awards, including Game of the Year in lots of places. Uh, as much as I hate to say that, I think it's going to happen. Uh, even though Deserve it or no? Deservedly? I'm going to say no, but I don't like the Grand Theft Auto games. So uh, to me, it's not deserving, but who knows? I mean, I don't know. It's Grand I, Theft I'm Auto. With, I'm with Dan. Dan, I was actually going to make that one of mine, is that the new Grand Theft Auto will come out and be what call of duty modern warfare was yeah to the so as kind of a last hurrah for this generation of consoles and that's going to be the last enormous seller for the this generation i think i mean they already have a formula formula that people love and what they've been doing with multiplayer is is really cool in my opinion and it could just draw in that that same type of gamer that really latched on to call of duty all these years I think, anyway. I don't know. I had a great time playing. Have any of you guys played the Grand Theft Auto multiplayer? I did once. It's fun. What is it? It's a good time. Yeah, you're just causing mayhem, but with a buddy. Eh, Doesn't doesn't do it for me. I think they have, like, online gang wars. Yeah, they have some. I can't remember. I think I played it. Modes. Which one did I play it on? I think they've had two, right? Two Grand Theft Autos with multiplayer? I don't know. It's not our series to be talking about, that's for sure. Right of us yeah i don't know but anyway that was one i almost went with okay so that's my first prediction Corey, prediction number two uh we talked about this last week quite a bit at length so i won't be belabor the point but uh connect is the next we okay connect you, 2.0. you think it's gonna make x uh the next xbox huge yes okay yep and if if you're curious why we we talked at length about it uh, last week's episode, but I thought it was a pretty fitting prediction. Yeah, I actually read along those lines some of the other things that are supposed to come out for the Xbox, and one of them was they talked about the Aluma Aluma room, room, and then they talked about something else that I I don't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but it was just released in like you know a, a, a Xbox 360 console leaks or console specs leak. Uh, it's called a, it's Aluma something. It's not Aluma Room. Let me Google and see if anything comes up. Yeah, I, I, trying to think of where I read it. It might might have been off of Destructoid, but it was along those lines. It was you know Connect being involved with it, and then the 
something oh something about 3D sound where sound can come from anywhere instead of just speakers. Just like, you know, you like your 5.1 or 7.1 speaker systems. Something about 3D sound and how it can come from anywhere, which I don't know how that would work. Neat. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Like a almost like a like a headset does virtual surround. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. You wouldn't need to be wearing headphones. Yeah, they said 3D sound is how they worded it exactly. I I do remember that part. Uh, I wish I could. Uh, maybe I'll look it up during the break. Yeah, see if I can it. find the article that I was looking at. So that's Corey's prediction. Any anything else you want to elaborate on, Corey? Nah. Connect 2.0 going to be big okay it's going to make the the xbox what the wii was okay the new xbox what the wii was all right so it'll be worth it <laughs> well not the connect it. part but the the actual xbox right there will be games to play after the first couple yes yeah, there after won't the novelty wears off yeah yeah all right well what do you got prediction um, my, number two my next one is subscriptions are going to go away for mmorpgs and games when like new mmos that come out won't even have it because games like guild wars have proven that you don't need to have a subscription yeah. based payment system to be successful and make money if you make a good game if you make a good game that's the key yeah, and you see games play. like the old republic and terra and the secret world they've gotten rid of their they're going free to play yeah basically so that leads me to believe that subscriptions aren't going to be around for too much longer Here's my question: How long? How much longer do you think World of Warcraft is going to hold out with their subscription? Do you I think thought, they're going to have a free to play one? Because you can play to level twenty, 20 for, free. for free. I thought about that actually, as when I made that one. I I don't know. They if they, I don't know. That's a hard question to think about. I think they'll that, probably be the last one to still have a subscription in the traditional sense because they can. Right. But I think eventually they will have yeah. World of Warcraft be free, free to play, especially yeah. with how old it is now. Yeah. And when if they're working on a new MMORPG, as you know, cut the subscription for World of Warcraft and move into something new. Yeah, yeah, okay. But yeah, that's mine. Well, all right. If they're new. Here's an interesting thought, and I always wonder this with all MMOs because eventually they just fizzle out, and eventually they just have to turn them off. Yeah. What if they integrated World of Warcraft into the new MMO somehow? Yeah. I so would. Yeah. You, like you take everything you have into this new world. I would like that actually. Because then you're not going to lose your character and progress and all those hours you spent on it. Right. And, I mean, EverQuest had, was it EverQuest, the legacy system? For If you played the original EverQuest, you got some stuff into the second one. Yeah. But it's just kind of silly. If you can actually physically play with your World of Warcraft character in, I don't know if it's a new Warcraft MMO or whatever, but, I mean, it could work for any series of MMOs, really. Right. You just physically play your character in that world, and they're transferred into it. Yeah, that'd I think, be cool. I think that would be a good idea because you, you know, the people that spent all that time and and money and whatever playing World of Warcraft, you know, it's for what other than you know stories and 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 good times. You know, you you would want that to continue. I would think. Sure. I think of all Why the time. Isn't part I... of that like building a new character though? Yeah, but you I could don't o- know. you can always do that. I know, but I don't feel like people in would addition. if you. Got your old guy and like, I, th- well, I think what see in my because I like to play new characters. You do, I know you do. I would like, uh, you know, if if my like, I'll take Guild Wars. If Guild Wars three were to come out in the fall next year, and you could transfer your Guild Wars right. two character into Guild Wars three, I would do that. But and keep but in mind, I, the grinding is a lot less in, in Guild Wars two. Right, that's that is very true. The grinding is is pretty easy in that. Right, whereas World of Warcraft, it's like 
a bitch yeah, it to, is. to get to level 80. Yeah, but I think that uh, maybe that's... It, I, it all ahead. depends on how it's implemented. I mean, you can you can make it so there's additional growth to be had with your character. You don't necessarily have yeah. to put them into this world at the highest level, you know? Well, yeah, and, they'd have to do that, right? Otherwise, I think it'd be kind of stupid. Maybe sure. mid, maybe make them mid-level in a new game. Or, or, or make them level zero, but give them something that... You know, make it the same character, but give them something that... Other know, people wouldn't, wouldn't have. have. Maybe they got amnesia. <laughs> and forgot all their forgot skills. everything. <laughs> because Amnesia is the most classic soap opera plot device ever. Uh, as anyway. we said in the chat, you know what's crazy? Riff still has a subscription. I've heard that. Rift, yeah. Rift does. Yeah, or Rift. Rift. I, I bought that when it was $7. I don't know if it was a Steam sale or what, but I got it for 7 bucks and played... I don't know if they give you a first month for free or a first week, but I played it for that time period. It's actually kind of cool. Yeah. But Is that involved it, with the game we used to play at all? No. No. Oh. Nope. No, it's r- uh, Riff, not Riffs. I messed Guild up. Wars Stupid, though. What's that? They did, like, zone events before Guild Wars did. Yeah. Everybody just kind of shows up and works together. That's cool. That is cool. Trying yeah. to get you guys a new member on Guild Wars. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Justin. Oh. He'd like I'm it. Trying. He would like it. He would love it. Okay. Tarnish Coast. Yeah. Good luck getting in. I've had. A, I've heard a lot of people are having trouble getting into Tarnish Coast. You have to. You have to be like get on at like one. Yeah. You have to make your character like really early in the morning or yeah. late at night. Because when Johnny made his character, he couldn't get in until like eleven or twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that was Will, right? Yep. Uh, Eric, number two prediction. Um. I think that the PS4, just basically because they have to, is going to be much better online user-friendly mm-hmm. than the last Still one was. Awesome. You know how they get the bad rap when Xbox has the good rap for you know, being easy to deal with online and mm-hmm. setting up parties and whatnot. I think the PS4 is going to be much better with that because it has to. Right. Uh, you know, t- in order to compete. To adapt. Yeah, because I think online gaming multiplayer competitive is, is a big thing now and... Mm-hmm. They got to do a better job with it. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. All right. My number two prediction: the new PlayStation and Xbox systems will sell like gangbusters. Um, I think people. Uh, this has been a long console generation. I think people are ready for a new system, uh, despite the high cost and you know the economy being what it is. I s- still think people are going to start saving now. It's one it's, thing people splurge for. Exactly, and it's uh, it's not a surprise to anyone. You know, we everyone knows months and months and months in advance. Um, I think people are going to start. I'm going to start socking away money as soon mm-hmm. as I me too yep. uh, start working again next month. I start my savings plan. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then I think fights are going to break out over the new systems during the holidays. <laughs> let's go. Let's well, host the fights. I'll already have mine, so let's I, I'm going to. I'm going to. Oh, oh you, you mean stick. like Black Friday? Yeah, we should totally go out and do like a live like recording a of like, all the the fight. Black Friday fucks that are out there fighting over the new systems. That's that a good idea. That would be great. Let's, no, no, we, let's set them up and bet on people who's going to win. <laughs> No, what we should do is record the fights of people fighting over Xbox 360 and yeah. PS3s because that's probably still yeah. going to happen. We should uh, incite some of the fights, too, yes. at Walmart. Let's do it. Go down there and really get people's blood boiling. That wouldn't be very hey, hard. That guy took your Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> this is brilliant. We'll work on that plan. Yep. So that's my number two prediction. Uh, Corey, prediction number three. Elder Scrolls Online won't be good. Okay. 
Uh, I feel like, and and just from what I've seen, it looks like a game that's very solid mechanically, but I just have this feeling it's going to have very tired MMO gameplay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I think uh, one of the reasons I'm not in a rush to get a new PC is because the only MMO I'm interested in playing is Guild Wars because it sounds like it's a little different. I feel like all the other ones are basically the same thing, just in a different setting. Yeah. But... Yeah, I think you're probably right, Corey. Same old shit, rehash. Yeah, and I, it's intriguing that it's Elder Scrolls, but right. I don't know if that's enough to get me to play it. It'll be enough to get a lot of people to play it. Yeah. But, yeah. But it's it's still early. I mean, we haven't really seen all they're going to do with it. Do we Do we really know a lot about Not really. what they're doing with nope. it, other than you can, how it looks? You can sign up for the beta now. That's, yeah. that's all I know. That's what I did, too. I forgot to sign up for the beta. Do it. Yeah. I signed up late. for another beta. What else did I sign up for? Oh, the SimCity one. Yep, I did too. I kind of want to do that one more than Elder Scrolls Online. Are you definitely getting SimCity? I don't know. Because I think I am. When's that come out? March. The The morality in me tells me not to. Yeah, <laughs> same here. <laughs> Why? It's EA yeah, yeah, I know. and I know. Always Online, all that bullcrap. Unnecessary bullcrap. Yeah. So, okay. I'll probably get it. It looks really cool. All right. So that was Corey's number two predict or three prediction, right? That was three. Yeah. All right. Well, mine kind of goes along with yours, Dan, that the new consoles are going to sell very well, but mm-hmm. I think one of them is not going to come out this year. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm just going to take a bold prediction on that one. I think one of them will be pushed back until early Which next one? year. Which one do you think is going uh, to get pushed back? I don't know. I know place, Sony. Again? I know Sony said they wanted to come out before the three six or not the three sixty, the new Microsoft one. So I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna say Sony just to, just because I like Xbox more. I'm mm-hmm. gonna say there's no chance of that happening. No chance no. of it not coming out this year. Yeah, they're both gonna come out this year. I think didn't we decide too that it wouldn't Matter. really make that big of a difference which one comes out first? Not to yeah. me. I think most people are set on that. Yeah, and what on they want to get. get. Yeah. So if one of them did get pushed back, I don't think it would be a big deal. I did try something today that made me think. <laughs> that that put that seed in your yeah, brain we'll that you, talk might, about need later. The, Eric, you might need the other one. Too. Eric, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no hey, man, whatever. It's, it's good. It's good that that happens, you know? Yeah. It's good for the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Eric, number um, three. This is one that, I, personally, I kind of hope happens, and I think it might happen. Um, I think the gaming industry is going to start realizing that the movement gaming isn't really going to work out uh-huh. in the long run, and I think they're going to start to scrap it. I like that the Xbox is using the Connect for different things, yeah. like the Illuma Room. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. If it works how it looks like it's going to work, I'm going to love that. Yeah. Especially with, like, I'll have to get, like, surround sound or something. Oh, yeah. And it'll just be amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean... I, that really gets me excited, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think I think that the the game industry is going to start moving away from the movement gaming thing. I just don't think it's sustainable. Other than specific, maybe extra yeah. games. Yeah, maybe a few extra games, but you, th- it's not going to be as big of a thing as right. as maybe we once thought they were going to try and make it. Right, like uh, games like Dance Dance Revolution will still right. be around. Spe- that's one of the good ones. Right, you know? specific stuff. Right. Okay. Sounds Just two good. titles here and there, but. All right. All right, uh, my third prediction is PC gaming will consider, consider continue its renaissance behind the strength of Steam. 
I think PC gaming has kind of taken off because it's the end of a console generation. There's not a whole lot coming out, especially in the way of new intellectual properties. Um, and I think with the the inexpensive price of games, especially on Steam, I think PC gaming has kind of mm-hmm. kind of made a revival in the past eh, two years or so. Uh, and I, th- I think that's going to continue. I, it'll probably slow down a little bit when the new consoles come out, but um, I, th- I think it's still going to be big, be going strong. Uh, you know, and who knows what the what the Steam Box will do? Although I don't know if I'm going to consider that PC gaming. What do you think? I was. Eh. Well, the only the only thing is, is you can you will be able to put Windows on a Steam Box, so it's c- kind p- of PC. PC. I, I don't know. I don't know how to how to describe it yeah what do you think Corey? it's a mix i don't know it's all categorization i mean like i talked about last week they're they're becoming one and the same pc is just saying pc gaming is is well pc gamers would probably not want to hear me say this but you know pc gaming is is just another type of console gaming in my opinion yeah well it's just i mean yeah steam steam itself is right is almost like a it's almost like a yeah. It is a platform that you right. play your games on. Yeah, and and I would agree with you that a Steam Box would not be c- traditional PC gaming. Yeah. When I think of PC gaming, I think of set up at your command center, running crazy mods on games and doing all sorts of crazy weird stuff that you wouldn't be able to do on a console or playing MMORPGs. Right, because they they still Which... haven't really taken off on a console yet. Yeah, yeah. W- which is would, frustrating to me. I was just going to say, do you think there's a chance that might happen at some point here? I would yes. like to see it. I'd love to see that. Because I would love to sit on my couch with a controller. I'd love to sit there with you, Dan, on and my play, couch. play Guild Wars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, that sounds great. I mean, there is controller mods for it, but I think if they were to embrace like a, a controller and, and put out a console version of the game, I think that would be huge. I mean, look at Terra. That game is easily that MMO is easily played with a controller. Yeah. And Final Fantasy XIV is allegedly coming to the PS3. Who knows if that'll actually happen? Right. They've tr- they've tried to do that in the past. Isn't you can get Final Fantasy XI on Xbox and PS3, right? Yeah, yeah. That's already out there. I, it's just a matter of the game design. Right. That's in making it accessible with a controller. Yeah, absolutely which is an easier thing to do than I think people make it out to be. Especially now that you, like a lot of them, are getting away from subscription fees. I think that was one of the barriers to entry for a console MMORPG is that you, you know, especially on Xbox, you would have to pay for Xbox Live and your MMORPG subscription fee. But if they're free to play, you're already paying for Xbox Live. Um, you know, like a Guild Wars on a, on a console, you know, you buy the game like you would any other game and then you... You know, your microtransactions, if you so choose, um, that would be, you know, you would get Microsoft points for your for your gems or whatever you wanted in, in Guild Wars, you know? Um, yeah. I just thought I should mention, I was just looking at our Twitter. Jacob, he tweeted nine minutes ago that he predicts Guild Wars 3 will be on console. Oh, there uh, you go. I like this live stream. I do, too. It's, it's, it's fun. All right. Cool. All right, Corey. Number two prediction. Sony will integrate Gaikai as a four. PS Plus feature. Okay. Subscribe to PS Plus, you get free streaming of games. Just like OnLive does it, you, you pay $10 a month and you get access to a ton of game streaming. Mm-hmm. 
it's cheap for them to do. It's a good way for them to attract more people to PS Plus. Although they kind of already they already offer free games through PS Plus. Yeah, you just download them instead of stream them. them. I, I have um, to say, uh, they're they usually have some pretty good deals on there on the PlayStation yeah. Plus membership. It's it's worth it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they gotta they gotta catch up. They do they're behind. They they're do behind. It's it could be the old bait and switch, which I, part of me thinks that's what Steam's doing. What? what better way to draw people to Steam than to have crazy discounts on games? Yeah, yeah, no kidding. And then all of a sudden you have a massive subscriber base. Deals don't necessarily need to be as sweet as they are right now. That's true. It's the way of the world, isn't it? Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me even a little, Corey. Yeah. Okay. That's why it's good that there's other platforms out there. Because if that does happen, then you can abandon it and go to something else, right? Oh, you mean be a smart consumer? Yeah. Oh, wait, that doesn't happen. Never mind. Who am I kidding? That's silly, Dan, that you said that. I know. All right, well, fourth prediction. Uh, My fourth prediction is that next generation games will also, some of them will come out for the older console. An example would be like Battlefield 4 or Modern Warfare 4, you know, two huge shooters. And now everybody's going to have a next generation console right off the bat. So to have the new Battlefield, but also for simultaneous on, you know, the new Xbox and old Xbox, you know, they'd... Do you think they'll be different games? They'll yeah. have to be different games, They'd probably. have to be pretty different, yeah. A lot of new, newer features, better graphics and stuff in the newer one for the newer console, but I think that'll happen, yeah. especially for, like, Battlefield or Call of Duty. Definitely, because, you know, they'll get millions of people buying them for the, for mm. the old systems. Some, yeah, so. But will probably be launch titles on the new systems, yep. probably. Yep, and uh, PlayStation 3 and PS2. They were they were doing that for a very long time with new games for PlayStation Three also being on PlayStation Two. Yeah. So okay, that's why I think that'll happen. Right. Yeah, I agree. All right, Eric. Um, this is one I'm personally excited for. Um, indie games are going to be a much bigger part of the new consoles mm-hmm. than they were in the last consoles, and I think that would be a really smart move because to embrace there it. are some really good ones yeah, there is. yeah they should embrace them because they're a lot better than a lot of shit that gets put out now and they're cheaper I mean, we're going to talk about the cave in a little bit but like you know it's not too in depth or anything but it's something different and, and it's, it's cheap it's cheap yeah it's fun it kept me occupied and i'm gonna go play it again which uh-huh. is something i can't say for Assassin's creed 3 right <laughs> you know what i mean right it so, cost you 60 bucks it, right you know i paid 15 bucks i'm getting my money's worth i'm enjoying it um I want to talk about that more than I want to talk about a lot of these other big games that come out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they just really need to embrace it, and I think they will. I, especially Xbox, I think. I think they're going to do a pretty good job of that with arcade and whatnot. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that and seeing what, what do happens. You, do you think indie gaming is more of a North American thing? Probably. Do you think... I don't think a lot... Of, has there been a lot of Japanese indie game developers? Mm. Maybe. I'm sure they're out there. We just don't know about. I'm them. sure there is, but I know that like the Japanese game market is a lot different than the North American, and right. even European game markets are a little more similar to each other than than North America and Japan. It's the American dream, bro. Yeah, make your make your own thing, put it out there. Super, super, make a it up. Well, I was gonna say, Eric, when you were talking about that, and we keep going back to Steam, but they do it really well. Is mm-hmm. their green light service yeah. where crowdsourcing chooses which indie games are put out? on the platform and i think if microsoft and sony integrated something like that it would be a great way to you know find out what people want to play right. and give them the opportunity to buy and play it sure mm-hmm. yeah I, both worlds i think that the the more input that you ask for from your fans the better 
sure. you know, just do it you know, the best way you can. But yeah. people like to have their opinions heard, you know? Yeah. I mean, when you're doing a podcast. You yeah, know exactly. I mean? like, that's why so many people have embraced Kickstarter. Right. So, uh, yeah, you're right, Corey. I mean, that's what they should do. They, they need to just embrace that that's people like it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not it's, all about the big games Especially anymore. if you're on a budget. Yeah, which like I, like people I are, now, yeah. you know? I mean... <laughs> I that's what I was thinking today. Like I'm like, you know, I got, I got Nino Cooney. I could go buy. I might like it. It's not really my kind of game. Or I could get the cave for fifteen bucks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's a type of, along to back to digital distribution. That's a type of game where you don't feel like you need to have a hard copy of it because no. it's cheap. Right. Yeah. I I don't need a copy of the cave. Right. I like getting on there and going to Downloading my games it, yeah. and there it is. And playing you know? it playing it in 10 minutes or right. whatever it takes to download, five minutes. Right. But I do like seeing that FIFA 13 case sitting on my shelf. Right. Well, that's a $60 right. game. Yeah. Yeah. No, Imagine but... if FIFA was 20 or 25 bucks as a download. You wouldn't necessarily feel like you needed no. to, to see it on your shelf. Right. Although and you might. Honestly, I'm not too caught up in that. I mean, if it goes all digital, whatever. But, yeah. you know. It is nice to have a collection. Word. I'm proud of my video game collection. I was until I got rid as of mine. As small as it is. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, my next prediction, number four, mobile gaming trends, and I mean the bad ones, will continue to find their way into traditional gaming. Uh, that goes with the whole microtransaction thing. I think uh, things like Final Fantasy All the Bravest are kind of a precursor to what we'll talk about why later, but I think they're kind of a precursor and we're also going to be talking about dead space three later um i think there's going to be more of that sort of stuff happening than we would like to see and i think it's a bad trend that's going to continue at least for a little while longer do you you think like i I think it'll go away pretty quickly though yeah yeah i think it will i think it's going to grow a little bit this year but i I think it'll be kind of like the what i was talking about with movement gaming yeah it'll kind of like start to build a little steam and then people people be like well maybe this is kind of stupid yeah and and be maybe people hopefully will start to be a little more aware of the type of games that that do that sort of thing and not and reject them you know yeah. I'm hoping but we'll see right but at the very least we'll have our indie games to fall back on hopefully so. yeah all right that's my fourth prediction Corey last yeah. prediction what last prediction last prediction and I know it's excited to get about the get ex- I know wait a second what am I trying to say I know. <laughs> It is easy to get excited about the Wii U when all these cool games that everybody's been looking for, these Zeldas and these Marios, they're coming, <laughs> you, they're Corey. coming. It's easy to get excited about it. Uh, but I I predict the Wii U will not be a viable console into the future. Yes, it has those games that everybody loves, and I'm sure they'll be great games. But how long can Nintendo do this where... They're just riding on Mario's and Zelda's coattails. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of talked about that in Nibble Bits a little bit. Okay. Only a little, but keep going. Yeah, and, and like I said, you know, those games will probably be great, and people will love them, and people will stand up for the Nintendo Wii U and, and all it has to offer, and that's fine. Like, I still love Nintendo. I just think once we see these new consoles and what they're capable of and the games that are going to be available on them, I just I don't see anybody thinking to themselves, "I'm going to go get a, I'm going to go get a Wii U and play." They'll say it because they want to play Mario and Zelda. Right. Yeah, and I know we talked about one of the one of the keys for the Wii U was attracting the third-party developers, but like you said, you're not buying a Wii U for to play Mass Effect 3 or 
Arkham Asylum or anything like that. You're buying it to play Mario, Zelda, um, Metroid, you know, all their great intellectual properties, you know, you're not buying right. it. So do you think it'll be it'll be able to remain in the market just based on those games alone? We have uh, feedback dealing with us too, so I wouldn't talk too too much about it. Yeah, yeah, we'll true. talk about it more a little bit later. I just I don't I don't I, where it is right now positioned. It doesn't feel like a next gen console. It feels like the Wii point two point oh. Absolutely, you know, you know what I mean. Agree a hundred percent, Corey. Right. How yeah, how we'll much talk. are they? Three fifty. If. Oh, it's, is it? I think they have three hundred and then three fifty. Yeah. Okay. Depending on what you want to get. What? What? Well, I guess we'll get into it a little bit later. Sounds good. All right. Will next prediction? My prediction's kind of uh, three predictions in one. First, the Wii U is going to take a price cut. And the second one, their sales are going to go through the roof when all these new, like the new Mario, Smash Brothers, Zelda, all those games come out. I'm probably going to be one of them. Um, and my final one is Earthbound is going to get a virtual console release. Mm-hmm. That one's ma- mainly wishful thinking. I'm hoping because I know the creator said something a couple a little bit ago about you know they're working on getting licenses or whatever yeah. he said about it. So that leads me to believe like hopefully it'll get a virtual console release date. Yeah, I think that would be huge. Yeah, it would be huge. But like I said, I think the Wii is going to sell a lot of sale have a lot of sales this year i'm gonna be one of them probably mm-hmm. once i get money again the other thing you gotta think about too is that the wii u is gonna be out for a little bit when holiday comes around yep so they're gonna be a little cheaper than the ps4 and xbox probably yeah i was gonna say i mean do you think if they lowered the price to 250 right when mario and all, all the new mario and zelda games start coming out well let that lead me into my last prediction yeah okay eric buys a wii u <laughs> And possibly new computer. <laughs> okay. Um, God, I'm so easily swayed. <laughs> I was, I saw all the new games coming out, and it, you know, I knew they'd come out, yeah. but I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, it scratched me in the right spot. Yeah, yep. exactly. You know? I was like, God, there's a new Mario Kart coming out. Yeah. And it's going to be, I it's going to be good. You know, I need that. Yeah. I want to play the Wind Waker remake. Uh huh. I want to play the new Mario. The Zelda, Zelda looks awesome. Yeah, I, you know, and if they drop it to two fifty, there's a zero percent chance that I don't buy one. Yep, that, that's how. That's and I want to play Zombie U. Yep, yep. Well, I, I mean, I'm not expecting it. I, I want the Xbox way more than I want a Wii U. Yeah, like I'm not expecting it to be amazing or anything. I know what I'm getting. Yeah, you, that's you, what people have to do when they get a Wii U. You got to know right, what you're getting. Right. For two hundred and fifty bucks, I'm willing to spend that. For those games right. that we talked about, and the virtual console, being able to play that right on the little handheld mm-hmm. oh, yeah. controller, really good, which yeah. is really cool. That's what they're doing, Yeah, which is really cool. So I, I'm willing to, even 300 I would spend 300 on that. Same here. But, Corey, you're, you're absolutely right. I don't think it's a great piece of hardware or anything like that. And but for last, me, yeah. it definitely scratched me in the right spot. I don't know why all of a sudden, but it did. Uh, yeah, and like I said, I mean, it's it's easy to get excited about those yeah, games. Yeah, it is. Very easy. <laughs> but honestly, the last Mario Kart game I spent any amount of time with and enjoyed was Mario Kart 64. Yeah, yeah I, I think that was the one for Wii. I think the I 60... Yeah, with the steering wheel. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. I didn't play that as much as 64, There though. was some cool... No, well, I mean, the 64... I mean, the 64 is such a great console, but yeah. I mean... There were cool tracks and everything on Mario Kart. Wii was good. I don't know. I mean... The last Mario, 3D Mario, I spent any time with was... 
Mario 64. Wait. Do you even play Mario Sunshine? No. Mario Sunshine yeah. was good. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I hear you. But, I mean, I mean... Zelda... I played Twilight Princess I loved. Uh, Skyward Sword, I... Nah. I mean, that's your Zelda. I Does the, I, the, the Wind Waker remake excite you at all? Smash yes, Brothers only, have to? Only because of the the legacy of it. Sure. I'll probably... If I bought a Wii, I would probably buy that and be excited and play two hours of it. And <laughs> like, I'm, it. like I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Does Smash Brothers excite you the most out of all of them? Smash Brothers excites me, but even that, like, that's just a fun party game. That's the thing, yeah. No, yeah. I hear you. I totally hear where you're coming from. And you're probably right, but well, you know me. I, and after all those come out, what's going to happen for the next six years of the week? They're going to put some more Marios out. <laughs> Metroid. Yeah, maybe a Metroid here or there. I will also be getting a Wii U, but yeah. I, I said I said that I would. You within, did. within the next year, year and a half, my son's probably going to be playing video games. Mm-hmm. So that's a console that we can play together. I know sure. we I have a Wii already, but, um, you know, I'm... You know, we uh, we what? Go ahead. I'm not ruling out the fact that I'm going to get a Wii U at some point. No, right? you're bringing up good points. I'm 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 just saying as a as a viable option for a next gen console, I do not see the Wii U fitting into that. No, I, I, I agree think not. completely. To take us into the future, the Wii U is not. I think it's its, its own. Capable. I think it's its it's its own thing. You yeah, know, it's, it is. It's, it's almost separate from the Xbox and the PS4. Because, but I think people have to recognize that. People right. like us know that, but yeah. average, like just Consumers. somebody that bought a Wii expecting a lot. You know what I mean? They they don't know that. They don't know that it's not going to be right. an Xbox. Like I would yeah. never buy a Wii U in place of an Xbox or a PS3 or right. whatever. Right. You know, that that'd be ridiculous. But right. You know, people just have to realize that. Yeah. Okay. Do you think there's enough people out there that feel that way? That you know, it's it's not a replacement. It's it's this ancillary thing that no. if I have the money, I'll buy. Do you, do you think there's enough of those people to to keep it afloat? No, no, I think you're right about it not being a viable gaming future. I absolutely agree with you. But it's going to be exciting this next year with all these things coming out. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be worth 250 300 bucks to me for that. Yeah, I think come come Christmas time, you know, if they make the Wii U, like, pretty easily available um, and the, the new Xbox and the new PlayStation are kind of hard to find, I think they're probably going to move a lot of systems. Mm-hmm. That's I, a, I honestly thing. wouldn't rule me getting a Wii U out by, by summer. Yeah. And how much... How much playtime is that Wii U going to get? Not much. <laughs> and I know, Corey, I know all these things. You bring but up I'm valid points. I'm not saying this about you. I feel this about everyone. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. You know, but if, I got to have it. <laughs> if you're casual, you're probably not getting one because you don't know the difference between the Wii U and the regular Wii. Yeah. <laughs> Although or at Christmas time, I feel like it's just like, it's one of those things where it's like, well, I got to get the kids something. Yeah. I might you as know? well get them a game pad for the Wii that they have. Right. <laughs> it, no, yeah. I mean, it's just uh, just what it is, man. As I said, I, I'll be getting one, definitely. My son's going to be playing video games before I know it. He already plays games on the iPad. He likes uh, Scribble Knots. It's just like Pokemon, man. you got to catch Andrew them Burt's. all. Yeah. So, yeah, I, that's something we can play together. That's that's one of the reasons why I'm looking into it. Sure. Whereas my Xbox, that's Daddy's, and, and oh. he, he's not going to touch it. <laughs> Can't wait for that. God, I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my last prediction, 
and this one's probably obvious, but I think E3 this year is going to be huge. I think there's going to be a ton of uh, not only gaming media there, but but the but the traditional media, you know, looking for a story, um, reporting on the new consoles and new new games, and yeah. you know, if if Nintendo makes a showing there, I think that'll be big for them. They, they are. It's going to be yeah. It's going. Oh, is that when they're going to announce? That's when they're going to announce. Uh, I, the new Mario and I think Mario Kart. Okay. Yeah, that's going to I think E3 is going to be enormous this year. Yeah. It's going to be really big. You know what? It would re- I was just thinking about it like what would really piss me off if all we saw was like next gen Assassin's Creed 4. Oh yeah, next gen like oh, Corey, sequels. Halo 5. Buckle in cuz uh <laughs> it wouldn't shock me. Well, do you I was wondering this. Do you think because they're you know, it was it's so late in this generation of like cycle that they're holding off all their IPs to be released on the new console because they don't want to take risks on I hope to God there is nothing but new IPs. I'm hoping there is too. Yeah. Mm. I'm hoping for I new will IPs be too. very just disheartened if it's the same you gotta stop old caring shit so much, man. For the last 8 years. Well, Corey, okay, here here sequel. here's one. Fallout 4. That'd be I don't want to see it at E3. I do not want to see no, it. Okay. Bullshit. You just want to see, yeah, you want to see new He's things. arguing for the sake of argument now. No, no I'm serious, man. It's, it's just, I am so tired of seeing the same the same sequel Sure. after sequel at E3 for, for these things. And it, it, nothing is more exciting to me than to see new IP at yeah. E3 sure. that actually deserves an announcement and, and wouldn't necessarily get all the press that it would get. Otherwise, well, yeah. I mean, the things that really excited us from E3 last year were Watch Dogs, um, Last of Us, Last, Last of Us. Us, what was Beyond that? Beyond Two Souls, Beyond Two Souls, um, uh, yeah. Star Wars thirteen thirteen, yeah. which Star exactly. Wars. You just named the four games I was most excited about coming out of E3. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you're absolutely right. But you don't want to see Fallout Four, huh? Don't get me wrong. I'm excited for Fallout Four, <laughs> and I'll I'll be the first one to buy it. <laughs> But I don't want to see it at E3. Yeah. It's not it's not the right time. Well, Nintendo's going to be showing some old rehashes. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they will. It'll make me sick to my stomach. I'll be just sitting there salivating. I'll be wheeling out Zelda in a wheelchair. <laughs> you still got some life left. <laughs> what, what about, like, a darker Zelda? That's what they need to do. They need to take these things. Refresh them. Link, yeah. Link kills Zelda. It's so tired to me. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. Okay. I'm just in one of those moods, guys. That's fine. <laughs> it makes, tell. It makes for good discussion. <laughs> no, it does make good good discussion. You're bringing up good points. Nobody's arguing that. Yeah. Not at all. All right. I think that's all. Do we want to run down our list real quick again? No. No. <laughs> well, I'm gonna just real uh, quick. That's funny. Uh, where's my predictions? Oh, that's roundtable. Uh, so my five predictions: Grand Theft Auto Four is gonna win a lot, or Grand Theft Auto Five is gonna win a lot of awards. The new PS, PlayStation, and Xbox will sell like gangbusters. Uh, PC gaming will consider its rena- or continue its renaissance. I said consider again. Uh, mobile gaming. The bad mobile gaming trends, bad ones, will continue to find their way into traditional gaming. And then my last one is E3 will be enormous this year. Corey, go ahead. Uh, the subsidi- the new Xbox will have a subsidized option, just like your cell phone. Connect is the next. Connect 2.0 is the next Wii. Uh, 
Elder Scrolls Online will not be awesome. Sony will int- integrate Gaikai as a PS Plus feature in Nintendo. This year and in the future will be left in the dust. Mm-hmm. Okay. Will? Uh, mine are Eric and I are going to be dumb and buy the next Call of Duty. Uh, majority of MMORPGs are going to go free to play and come out free to play. Uh, the next generations of consoles are going to come out this fall, and one of them is going to be next year. Um, the next generation games are going to come out on both consoles, like the older generation and the newer generation. And the last one is the Wii U is going to get a price cut, sell a lot of uh, sell a lot of hardware because of the new announcements, and Earthbound is going to be on virtual console. And Eric. Um, downloadable gaming is going to become a much bigger part of consoles, maybe getting rid of completely the discs. Um, PS4, because it has no choice, will be much more user-friendly online-wise, like the Xbox. Um, the gaming industry is going to start moving away from the idea of movement gaming. I think they're going to realize it wasn't as great as they once thought. Um, indie gaming is going to be a much bigger part of the industry this year, um, and hopefully for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. Um, and my last one, I'm going to buy a Wii U this year at some point. Mm-hmm. And a PC. <laughs> Possibly a computer. Doubtful. Pos- Doubtful. Poss- okay, that's a 50% chance. That's a 25%, 25. chance. Okay. I want right. to play Guild Wars really bad, yeah. but I can't I can't just fight buying a computer just for that. Just for that, yeah. Especially with the new consoles coming. I'm not going to get a fucking computer this year. Right. I'm going to get a Wii U this year. Yeah. Wii U and Xbox, that's a good That's good a step. good haul this Maybe year. Maybe computer next year. Maybe next year. Eric, what if, what if you get, buy a PC and mm-hmm. I pirate you every game you want? permanently how much would a pc cost me mine was a th- like 800 or yeah. a thousand 800 900 bucks you're looking mm. at a at a good computer i mean i can get two consoles for that Corey. you know how, how many like... games how many games you plan on buying this year yeah you know, i'd rather play them on console you know that I'll hook, get you a controller. hook it up to your tv <laughs> <laughs> eh, i don't know i still see the pc sitting there and i think i'm cheating on myself <laughs> some point I'll get one. Okay. That's All a right. step in the right direction, right? Word. You're getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> At least you're admitting that you're even thinking about it. Well, I want to play Guild Wars. Right. That sounds really good. Yeah, so it is really good. Other than that, there's nothing else that's really yeah. tantalizing about no. it. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and be right back with feedback and roundtable right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 79 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our feedback segment. Let us start with Twitter feedback. The verse is from Idaho Jake, who said, uh, people who or people need to know how... God dang it. Use your words. I know. <laughs> people need to know how Gearbox... No Gearbox on Twitter or Facebook. They give codes for golden keys for Borderlands 2. Uh, he said, I have, I, go. I have five keys now. Yeah, actually, I started following Gearbox on Twitter a little while ago, and I try to retweet when they when they put out the the codes, but I don't always remember. Like, a lot of times on the weekend, they'll they'll tweet out um, the golden key codes. Now, what do these do? It's uh, It gives you a key to unlock the, the chest in... in um... Borderlands. Yeah, in Borderlands 2. And what's the city? The main city. Oh. oh. Fuck's it called? Sanctuary. Know. Sanctuary, yeah. There's the that chest in the in the I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, well, once you get there, there's a chest and and one of these days. 
you yeah, they they give you codes to unlock uh, keys for that chest, and it gives you really good loot. So that's a that's a good tip. Yeah, follow Gearbox on Twitter. Maybe we'll uh, put a link on this blog post episode to follow Gearbox on Twitter. That's a, that is a good tip. The next is from Chase, who says Gears of War one kind of blows, especially compared to the sequels. That was in response to the bundle tw- tweet. Yes, um, which I do I do agree. I think Gears of War three was by far the best of the series. I did like the campaign in Gears of War one. Um, the multiplayer sucked. The campaign in Gears of War two I don't remember being very good. Um, and I didn't. I don't think I played the multiplayer for that one. In fact, I'm sure I didn't. Oh, also, Chase uh, Chase uh, messaged me on Steam uh, asking me to play multiplayer Company of Heroes. I didn't get back to him at the time because I'm not good at getting back. I think I was I think I was busy doing something when I saw that. But I, I definitely will play uh, Company of Heroes online. I'm gonna wait to play it until it's closer to Company of Heroes 2 coming out. That's what I'm doing too. Um, maybe like three weeks before Company of Heroes 2 comes out, I'll play Company of Heroes. So once we get a solid release date for that, I'll. I'll get back to you on that, but I'll definitely definitely play some multiplayer with you. Um, all right, on to Facebook feedback. The first is from Travis, who says, Hey, TS Athletes, just curious if you guys watched Nintendo's press conference and what you thought of it. It got me a little excited, I must admit. Being able to play virtual console games on the gamepad is going to be great. Also, the HD remake of Wind Waker sounds really good, uh, not to mention a new 3D Mario and a Zelda game along with a new Mario Kart. The game that got me the most excited, though, was what is thought to be a sequel to Xenoblade Chronicles. Can't wait for that one. Sadly, no new Metroid news, though. I know you guys aren't uh, real big on the Wii U, so I'm wondering if this news changes any of your minds. Anyway, keep up the great podcast. I think I don't we. Know why he thinks we're not big on the Wii U? Well, we're we're not huge on the Wii U, but I think I think we explained in the last segment that. Uh, <laughs> I th- I think it did change a lot of our minds on 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 the Wii U. Well, I don't know if it changed my. Mind. I had already come to terms with the fact that I was definitely going to buy one. Changed my mind for my for my son to play. Same here. Yeah, it changed Eric and Eric, Eric and Will's minds. Two no's to two yeses. Yeah, and I was a yes anyway. So yeah. Um. Yeah, I I think I, I mean re- we talked about before before the break, but really that's why you buy a Nintendo is for those games and they're starting to roll out now. I think a new 3D Mario is a great way to go too. They haven't had one since uh, Mario Galaxy 2 for the Wii a few yep. years ago. Three, uh, they were doing maybe. the new Super Mario Bros. Wii and the new Super Mario Bros. Wii U. So it'll be nice to see a new 3D Mario, see what they do with it. I'm excited for that. Corey? Didn't... Uh, no, but the the new Xenoblade game looks pretty cool. See, I didn't. I didn't see the press conference. I just read about it, so I didn't see that. But I will watch that. I don't know if they showed a longer trailer than the one I saw, but the one I saw was really cool, and I really like Xenoblade Chronicles. So I still have to get that from Will, so I can play yeah. it. I gotta find it. At least play like ten hours of it. Yeah, I do want to try it. If I, I really like it, I'll sink a lot of time into it. Yeah, it's it's one of those games where you can, and there's lots to do, and it's easy to get lost in. Okay. Saturday, I'll let you, Corey, I'll let you what borrow. you doing there, bud? <laughs> oh, I forgot I wasn't on mute. <laughs> it, well, it just sounded like you were peeing. We just wanted yeah. to, You're making coffee or something. Hey, if you want to pee. I was draining my macaroni and cheese. Oh, uh, okay. So we're calling it now. <laughs> draining your macaroni. Draining his noodle. <laughs> as it were. Uh, Noodles. Plural. 
Okay, so uh, some minds were changed with the Wii U announcements, definitely. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know if I would say we're not big on the Wii. U. Well, I don't know. It's tough to say. I would say we probably weren't big on the Wii U. Right. I would say now we're a, a little bigger on it. Yeah. We yeah. I w- at least I was definitely not. I wasn't not very big, big on, on it. it. Okay. So yes, definitely some opinions have changed on the Wii U. I think the Wind Waker remake sounds cool, too. It does, yeah. That's one of the ones I'm really excited for. Wind Waker was awesome. And I always just love a good Mario Kart, you know? Yeah, yeah, you can't go wrong with Mario Kart. All right, uh, thanks for that, Travis. Uh, Michael Minnesota says, So just a quick update on my experience with Dragon's Dogma. It's so good. It took me a little time to get into it, but once I leveled up a bit and found some good pawns, including Dan's, thanks, by the way, I've loved every minute. Uh, that definitely helps having good pawns because if you get you know crappy pawns, they don't help you at out help you out at all, and the, and the game doesn't hold your hand at all. So, um, one of the things the pawns do is tell you how to do quests, tell you where to go, tell you weaknesses for bad guys, uh, and point your way towards treasure and stuff. So that's a huge help is having good pawns. Definitely, yeah. your pawns being used by everyone's being used by me, Michael, Corey. Yeah. Yeah, she, I was she's... gonna say I hope uh, a precursor to enjoying Dragon's Dogma isn't having to have Dan's pawn in your party. <laughs> she's a dirty, <laughs> dirty whore, though. Dirty, she dirty is, whore. Man. And I haven't she's, even used her she's yet. She's been used quite a bit. I can't wait she, to get she my. She told hands me I was the only one. <laughs> I'll be the filthy fourths. There you go. Mm. Um. So yeah, I'm glad you like it. It's a. It is a really good game. And it took me a little while to get into it too. Definitely. Uh, I was a little put off by the fact that it was made by Capcom at first, but came around, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, great game, though. That's one people should play, definitely. I don't think it got enough credit. I agree. I agree with that. All right. And the last piece of Facebook is from our Facebook feedback is from Idaho Jake, who says, well, 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 look who we have in the Super Bowl. I have a question for you guys, excluding Will. Can you pick against, pick against Brady now? The bad part is that now I have to wait two weeks to watch the Ravens get their Super Bowl trophy. Yeah, Ravens all so the way. <laughs> what, what say you? Uh, have any of you signed up for the beta for Elder Scrolls Online? I was wondering if any of you think it would be cool if Bethesda took inspiration from Fallout 3 and Skyrim, like mechanics, map size, leveling system, and other things, and made a present-day zombie game. No. I just don't think there is really a great zombie game. Dead Island, Walking Dead, and Dead Rising are good, but not great. Uh, not great to where everyone loves it. With the right studio like Bethesda, we could have that game. Now I'll wait to hear your answers. Don't even tease me with that. Uh, me well, either, man. Well, first, uh, Super Bowl. Um, I, I would I, still pick Brady if they played again this week. I'd pick the Patriots. See, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like uh, second guessing myself because, I mean, yeah, it's I, I've seen Brady go down twice in the playoffs in the Super Bowl. Sure. So, you know, it can be done. You know, a lot of people were giving him crap because on that one play, he went to go run and stopped and th- underthrew the ball. People were giving him crap for not running. It's like you don't it's argue. With, you don't argue with Tom Brady's decision making. Yeah, no. he didn't want to get his head taken off by somebody. Yeah, although well, you saw the cheap shot he gave. Oh yeah, he lifted his leg up into Ed Reed when it's a real he slid. piece of shit. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. I guess looked Bert, like a baseball slide. Yeah, Good guy going in the second. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I saw the. I didn't see. I saw like a still photo of him, like yeah. his leg kicked away. So, so Ravens win Super Bowl though. Yeah, I'll, I am picking the Ravens to win the Super Bowl. And once again, it's two good defenses. Which is a terrible thing for Idaho for Jake Super- to hear me picking the Ravens because oh. they're going to lose if that's the case. Okay. What are you guys thinking? It's gonna be, the 49ers are going to run away with it. Why? 
I don't know. <laughs> there was a. Uh, did you guys see the Tecmo Bowl simulation? No. Uh, yeah, the Tecmo Bowl game for NES picked had uh, updated rosters, like modded rosters. Oh yeah, I have that. Picked the, pick the 49ers. Hmm. Really? Yep. I'm surprised okay. by so that. So that's why they're gonna win. I just feel like um, I know Kaepernick's good, but a rookie quarterback. Flacco definitely has more experience. Yeah, going in against that defense, they're gonna be all fired up and. Has a rookie quarterback ever won the Super Bowl? I don't know. He's not a rookie. He's technically not a. Oh, he's he, second year. He's second year, but he's pretty much a rookie. He just started yeah, he's this year. Basically a rookie. I. It's, I don't know. First year. It's tough for me to take a, a young quarterback. We'll say, over that defense, in that spot with all the veterans they have, and I don't know. They've got a good team. They have sure. a very well-rounded team. So does San Francisco. Yeah. But it'll be a good game. I think it's going to come right down to it. I'm actually glad it's two different teams, too, yeah. mm-hmm. which is also a Me nice too. thing. Uh, you know, no Steelers, no Patriots. That's mm-hmm. a great thing, I think. Yeah. And I like the Harbaugh's. Yeah. Me too. Me too. So do I. So Good players, good people, yeah. good coach, got, great coaches. What's that? No true rookie quarterback has ever won a Super Bowl. Kurt Warner played in the football league in Europe, arena football, and was a member of a practice squad before winning his Super Bowl. Okay, but okay. he was he was and a first he was year. a grocery bagger too before that. Yep, that's true. He <laughs> was, wasn't he? Yeah, he that's, was. That's interesting. Okay, uh, signed up for Elder Scrolls Online. A bunch of us, me and Will, have Corey's going to get to it, right? Yeah, I saw it the other day when they announced it, and I, I was at work, and I they want you to paste your uh, Direct X yeah diagnostics. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously I, I wasn't on my computer, so I wasn't able to do that, and then I forgot about it, but I'll yeah. jump on it tonight. Yeah, I tried to do it on the iPad, and then when I got to the bottom and realized I had to do that, I was like, ah, oh, crap, I just spent 15 minutes filling this thing out, yep, and same here. now I can't do it. I was I just tried to do it on my phone at my friend's house. Yeah, but then I did. Yep. So, uh, let's see. Oh, wow, a Fallout. Zombie game. Fallout or Skyrim-like zombie game. That'd be incredible. Yeah, like... Uh, I've always thought that the, the zombie game selection was pretty lousy. Yeah. Uh, like a open-world RPG, first-person shooter type Survival of zombie horror, game. Zombies. Yeah. That would... I think that would be great. That'd be incredible. Be awesome. You mean like Daisy? Like Daisy, but Daisy is more... Uh, shoot, it's a, a shooter. You know, if if it had some RPG elements and perks like, and yeah, whatnot, like Skyrim and Fallout, yeah, character progression. Because I don't, I don't think there's any of that in Daisy. I think it's just shooter, and then you have equipment, right? I don't know. I've never played it. No, I mean, what would what would make that fun any more than any other good RPG? I mean, the idea of zombies is that they're these mindless husks that you can just slaughter. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that would translate into an rpg you know well uh add sur- some survival horror elements probably yeah what game was it that came out i don't know if it came out where you you like just lived in a maybe it maybe i'm thinking of daisy i thought it was more of an independent game though that you you live in a house and you have to board up your house and just just stay alive zombies you know no was that um that the epic game might have been the oh what the hell was it called we talked about it two weeks ago it wasn't a big release no it's not out yet it's it's an epic game oh wait is that the one that got really shitty reviews no 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 that's the the war that's the war z (laughs) the war z that's what i'm thinking of yeah 
No, uh, it's the, it's the Epic game. Who? Crap. Sorry. Someone look it up. Yeah. My computer's down, Corey, if you want. We'll look it up on your phone. What am I looking up again? The Epic game. Oh, we got it. Somebody in the chat got it. What was it? Farmville. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Farmville. I can't think of the name of it. But Ep- yeah, I do, I do think that's a great idea to have Epic game? a zombie game. It, yeah, Epic it's... zombie game? Yeah. Fortnite. 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 That's what it is. Yeah. Yep. I never would have come up with that. Yeah, this is it. It's a zombie game which combines Minecraft, Left 4 Dead, and Team Fortress. Yeah. Sounds cool. Uh, yeah, that's supposed to come out sometime this year, right? Uh, According to this message board I'm on, it was supposed to come out at the end of 2012. Mm. Speaking of Minecraft, Will, I was pretty close to texting you a couple times this week. I was pretty close, too. I got sidetracked. We just gotta do it. We knew we need to sit down and do it because it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. All right. So did we have? We didn't. That's it for the feedback. We didn't have any new likes. We or did. Follow- we had three new Twitter followers. Three new Twitter followers. Yes. Okay. Corey, did we have any new favorites on Stitcher? Negative. Negative. Okay. All right. I'll break out the booze. Eric, you want one? Yeah, I'll have one, Dan. Okay. Do you have any of the, You want some vodka? I don't want some vodka, but I guess I don't have a choice. Vodka. You can count that. There's right. there's enough in there for I'll one. Count that then. I think I'm gonna get a bottle of the moonshine this weekend. Ooh. All right. Down the hatch. Yeah. Cheers. Two new Twitter followers. Welcome here's to one. the family. Yeah. And then I'll do the other one real quick. Pleasure to have you. Oh, some wetka. Some right. wetka down the hatch. Corey, what are you eating? Mac and cheese. Oh, that's right. How is it? I'd sprinkle a little cayenne on there, give it a little Ooh, bit of kick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, moving on to roundtable. Um, I guess I'll go first for roundtable. I actually wanted to talk about uh, THQ and uh, who bought what properties at what costs. So this is as a there's actually still a few that have haven't been sold yet. Uh, a few IPs that haven't been sold yet. Um, one of them was Homeworld hasn't been sold yet, but there's a few that. Once everything goes through, I guess there'll be there there will be probably buyers for them. Um, all right, so we'll get started. Sega purchased Relic, who Relic is the company that made Company of Heroes, uh, for twenty six point six million. Um, I actually didn't think this was a bad purchase. Sega is known for their Total War games oh, okay. and, and Football Manager, so they they you know are used to PC gaming. And uh, strategy gaming, especially oh, so. Perfect. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a decent fit. Corey, were you gonna? No, I'm just nodding in agreement. Oh, okay, I didn't know if you were gonna say something. Uh, THQ Montreal was uh, they they made 1666 and Underdog, which are both under development. Um, they were bought by Ubisoft for 2.5 million. Uh, not not a lot's known about those games as they are under development. The IP Evolve, which is a game. Uh, bought by Take Two for ten point nine million. The developer Turtle Rock Studios also placed a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar bid, so they wanted to buy out their own IP so they could work on it. But they were bought by Take Two. Take Two has a good track record, so mm-hmm. 
they're probably in good hands there. It's actually kind of sad. It's very sad. I was very sad reading all this. Did you read the article on Kotaku today? Going, I was talking about to, to Jason Rubin and some other guy about the final days at THQ. Yeah, it's depressing. Yeah, it's very depressing. I heard they were playing beer pong. Yeah. Oh, really? So they're yeah. having fun at least at the in the THQ's different studios. Yeah, that's fun. Might as well. But if you if you if you're like, all right, guys, we can we can buy this IP back and make it ourselves and round up. They round, round up, up rounded up two hundred fifty grand. Paltry sum of money compared to. Yeah, it was uh ten point ten point nine million. Yeah, was what they were bought out for. Yeah, that's that's tough. Well, at least they made an effort, I guess. Yeah, I think that's cool. Uh, but well, maybe maybe the idea maybe they didn't expect to even get bought out, and to them that was a good thing. Like, oh well, maybe we'll still get to make our game as a team. Yeah, and I think, um, like I said, I take two has a pretty good track record, uh, so I, you know, I can see that working out for them. Yeah, uh, Volition, who makes Saints Row, was bought out by Koch Media or Cook Media. Um, I didn't know anything about them, but I looked Coke. into it. What's that? Coke. Coke. Coke Media. Yeah. Oh, Coke Media. Um, they're Deep Silver, who makes oh, Dead okay. Island and a few other games, but they're most known for Dead Island. Um, so Volition was bought by Coke Media for $22.3 million. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. Um, but that's a whole studio. So, uh, the Homefront IP was bought by Crytek for five hundred and forty-four grand. Apparently there's a sequel to the first Homefront upcoming. So they were bought out by Crytek. Uh, I wouldn't buy that. Homefront? Yeah. Well, it was only 544000 by far the cheapest on here. <laughs> I wouldn't. Why would you even? I don't know. Homefront isn't a good name. No, I know. To buy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, if you want to make a game like that, make a game like that. You don't have to buy Homefronts. Especially if you're Cry, Crytek and you're, you make the Crisis games, which are good games and people love them. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? They may they might have an idea for it. And, That's what I was thinking. That they have something for it. Yeah. And you know, for, to them, that's probably nothing. Five hundred forty-four grand. Uh, the Metro series, moving on, was bought by also by Cook Media for five point nine million. And then the last one I have is the South Park license was bought by Ubisoft for three point five million. Apparently, that didn't nothing like we reported earlier. Nothing changed in that. So the game is due out March fifth. It's still supposed to come out March fifth. Basically, um, Ubisoft just bought THQ's investment. Right, in the right, the right to publish it too. Right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's uh, that's the THQ buyout. I was very sad doing the research on that. You know, seeing all these studios. Some of them probably won't survive the, you know, the mergers and stuff. So a lot of people get fired, but who knows? Hopefully, a lot of them stay on their on their jobs and get to keep working on the games that they were working on. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it probably depends on how far along some of these games are. Yeah. Yeah, because, uh, you know, Homefront didn't come out that long ago. Who knows when a sequel is supposed to come out. I know Metro, the new Metro game is supposed to come out this year. Um, I don't know much about Evolve. Evolve it's, is a game that's been in development for a little while. It's a, uh, The only information I could find about it is that it's a co-op multiplayer yeah. action game. Yeah. So, obviously, uh, Sega purchasing Relic. Um, Company of Heroes is probably pretty close to being done, if not done already. So, 
and that's a good fit. And I think uh, uh, Coke Media buying Volition and Saints Row is, is another good fit. Yeah. I mean, those are probably the, the two biggest, right? The two biggest studios, Relic and Volition. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. And I think they're in good hands. Yeah. Fitting hands, maybe not necessarily good hands, but... Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, THQ Montreal by, being bought by Ubisoft. Ubisoft already has a Montreal studio, so they'll probably just incorporate those people into their Ubisoft Montreal studio, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's all I had to talk about. It's good well, stuff. It's interesting stuff. It is interesting. See what's going to happen with those. We'll be we'll be reporting on anything we find on that, obviously. All right. Uh, who wants to go next? I'll do it because mine's kind of simple. All right. Let's um, hear it. And my article is basically about Joe Biden on his, you know, stance on violent video games. And he calls for uh, new government-led video game studies to get better data on how violent video games affect people and stuff like that. And I know last week we talked – I think it was, a la- yeah, it was last week we talked about how, you know, just whoever's going to be lobbying more money is going to get the results that they want. So I was just kind of wondering for a prediction, what do you guys think is going to happen with all of this? Do you think if they say, oh – violent video games do lead to a violence among kids and stuff like that. If the government's going to be putting on regulations and stuff like that and what the video game community is going to do back. Yeah. I just don't see that going happening. in a good place. Yeah. No, I don't see it going in a good place. Any Anything involved with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to see my choice of art form censored mm-hmm. at all yep. because it's not fair. Um, I don't believe in censorship at all, so I obviously don't want my preferred form of of artistic expression censored in any way. Yeah. Um, I just think that that's going down a bad road. Mm-hmm. And so. there's a comment in there saying, why are video games the only one being targets of this when there's violent movies and stuff like that and TV. wasting millions in tax dollar money for just these tests that yeah. aren't, aren't a big deal. And, and they probably won't be objective either. Mm-hmm. And that's the worst part of it. Yep. Like you said, lobbying money is going to go a long way. Yep. Uh, in that, so, I don't know, Corey, input? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's been lots of studies already. None of them have defini- definitively pointed to anything. They There is, quote-unquote, a link between the two, but that doesn't necessarily mean video games cause any, cause the violence. There's just, there is a link between people that play violent video games and violence. Um, however... I feel like they're just looking for that one study that, whether accurately or inaccurately, points to it and says, oh, we found it. This is this is the study. All the other ones, they were wrong, but we finally got our study that says there's a problem here. And, yeah. and that's that's my fear is that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Yep. Disregard the last 20 years of research on the subject. And, and just point to one study that finally came out and, and definitively proved it. Yeah, and do you think the problem is that that study comes out or the problem is that a lot of people are going to buy it and not question it in any way? Both. If that Both. study comes out, people will buy it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everybody will buy it. We shouldn't it. be wasting our time as bullshit anyway. I agree. Kind of so, do, you, do you think it will lead to censorship? It's already. I it mean, could only lead to that. Yeah. That's wasn't what I think the story too. from last week where they want to make the the ratings board uh uh what you call it uh federal yeah that was last week right I don't did we even talk about like, that like I don't think mandated. we did I don't think we talked about we it. we didn't talk about it. I saw an article 
Yeah, they're they're going to mandate the the regulations that the ESRB sets out for games, so it's it's enforced legally. So does that just mean like you have to have proof of ID if you go to buy a game, or? Yeah, it means not... that it, it, they can they can enforce it rather than rather than the industry policing itself. It is a legal issue if a uh, store sells a violent video game to an underage person. Whereas right now it's just a no no. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which I don't know. I I think our stance on this is pretty well known. Yeah. yeah we talk about it pretty frequently. It's just any any more involvement from the government is a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, it's asking for trouble. Especially in something like this where it's just you can't prove that these two things are linked. Like, yeah. You can't. I'm always surprised, too, at seeing how, like, um, different games that are banned in different countries because of violent content. And, mm-hmm. you know, I it's shocking to me. I'm like, that's censorship. And yeah. why would you, as a populace, accept that? Yeah. But, you know, people are just like, eh, well, whatever. It might be where we have to draw the line, Dan. What's that? If they start censoring our oh, video games in this country. Video gamers will go and riot. I think so, we too. We might have to draw the line there. Yeah. Line in the sand. Yep. Yeah. I read a comment in one of the articles that, that was what I feel, and they said that, you know, well, you know, humans are just violent anyway. We're just we're we're one step a- we're one step away from... Um, you know, bludgeoning our neighbor to death with a with a, with really? a chunk of wood. Right. You know, we're you not think that, about it. Like we're not that far away, far removed from that. If you wanted to, what what's stopping you? Yeah. Exactly. Really. Johnny Law. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're we're just basically you're counting on everybody around you to not be a craving lunatic. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like that's a, what the world is. Yeah. I've thought about this. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. Because if you want to do something, you can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. But that doesn't mean you should take it out on video games, you dicks. Yeah. I agree. I just, I, I'm i with you. I don't see that going in a good direction. It can't. There's no good direction for that to go. Yeah. I've been saying this from the start, but this is this period right now is something we'll look back on 20 years from now and be like... We Look screwed at that up. A- antiquated view of video <laughs> games. Ha <laughs> ha. You know, it's like how we look back on, like, civil rights stuff now. Like, how stupid and silly that that stuff was. Yeah. I hope I hope you're right. Not the civil rights, but the what civil rights ended. Right. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. It's silly. Okay. All right. Thanks for that, Will. Corey, yep. what do you got for yep. us? Okay, so I read an article called Pay to Win Makes Its Way into Dead Space 3, and this is written by Dave Thayer on Forbes. I really like the, the, the guys that cover gaming on Forbes. Do you guys ever read any of their articles? I haven't. They're, I really like what they have to say. I read one the other – this is kind of off topic, but I read one the other day that kind of defended the the fans of the old Devil May Cry and, and hated on the, the newest one. Mm-hmm. And kind of attacked critics for the way they treat people who hold these games in in high regard and feel betrayed when when they don't get the type of game that they want. It was really interesting, and I I, I tended to agree with them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, Pitwin makes its way into Dead Space Three. Apparently, Eurogamer noted that certain weapons aren't available to craft because in in Dead Space Three in the whatever preview build they were playing because they require extra resources, and these are resources that you can gather 
through regular gameplay with what are called scavenger bots or by purchasing them with your cold, hard cash. Oh, God. So, well, here's my thing with that. Is this involved yeah. in multiplayer at all? No. Then I don't care. As long as you're not getting an unfair advantage against me in multiplayer and do what you want with your money. Here's here's his argument. He says, so just speaking to that, being able to purchase that with cash, he says, that's the basic mechanic of free-to-play games. You can do everything without paying, but you can do it better when you pay. Of course, it's a little different when you insert those mechanics into a game that already costs $60. You're telling players that even though they paid for the game, they could really stand to pay a little more. And the implication is that there's a part of the game that isn't fun, sending out scavenger bots. But you can skip it with money. If a $60 game is intentionally not fun, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Yeah. <clears throat> if it's a big, big part, then yeah, that's bullshit. But... And, and, and I agree and, and disagree to a certain extent. I tried to think of parts of games that I really disliked. Uh, and, you know, it, it, this is kind of weirdly co- coincidental, but the, the scavenging in Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First game was a bitch. It was painful and slow. But I don't think I ever would have spent money to get those resources that I was looking for. Or the weapon schematics that you scanned off of something. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, that too. Mm -hmm. But it's just one of those things. um, This is what he says. He he goes on to say, As long as my personal single-player experience remains intact, I don't mind a little revenue chasing, but once these mechanics start to make me feel like it's not really my game, it compromises the whole package. And I think if... If they're going to put something like that into a game, why wouldn't they make it so that it's a pain in the ass to do without paying money? You know what I mean? Yeah. If they're looking to monetize it. Looking to monetize it, why would they make it pointless to spend the money? You know what I mean? Right, because then nobody would do it. I feel like once you do that, you're already saying, like, oh, here you go. We'll help you do this boring. You know, it's just... Yeah. I don't like I don't like it at all. Well, I don't like when you program a game around having, uh, you know, menial tasks. And then, you know, like like they should make the game. I, I see what they're saying. You should make the game fun and not have anything in the game be menial or pointless and, and not charge that money, you know? Like, yeah. it, 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 by doing that, they're saying there's this part in our game that's boring we want to help you get past it you know you should just not have any boring parts in your game yeah sure is that is that that's what the the gist of the game the article is right yeah okay and he's saying it's okay if that single player experience remains intact and and i would i would generally agree with that but i just don't see it happening that way yeah in any circumstance yeah my my personal feeling is that if it's not a game that I'm going to be playing for a long time, I won't ever spend money on it. If it's a game like that, that you know I'll play through the story once and be done with it, I won't spend any money on it. But like a game like Guild Wars, I know I'm going to be playing for years. I don't mind spending a little money for whatever you know. A couple if, gems. If, if they want to do that, they should they should do the the free to play model and and make it cheaper. Mm-hmm. And have the option to pay more available to you, rather than charging sixty dollars the full price for a game, and then having boring parts in it that you can pay more to get past. Yeah, yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, that I don't know. Bullshit. I mean, and, I'm not, and, I'm not surprised with it coming from EA. 
And the biggest problem is the caliber of the game that it's going to be in. Yeah, yeah cuz Dead Space is, is huge. Yeah. Yeah. A triple A title. And here we are. Yeah, well that's what I said uh with the my one of my predictions being that that sort of stuff is going to make its way into more and more games for yeah. now. You did say that. And I'm hoping it works its way out too. That just proved your point. Yeah. Dan, you're a genius. Yeah. No, I kind of knew it was coming. I I knew that they had done that, but I think it's I think it's something we're going to see more. They're gonna they're they're gonna try it out, you know. And hopefully, people aren't stupid enough to spend money on games like that, and it ends up not being worth it for the for the. Well, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say for the publishers to put that stuff in because I don't know that you would want to be a developer and put that sort of thing in your game, right? I was just gonna call us hypocrites and say, here we are talking about this but we love guild wars 2 but then i realized guild wars 2 doesn't have a subscription fee right to to uh you know that's what the microtransactions make up for is that subscription fee so that's never mind well no the 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 way i've heard that guild wars was broken down was that when you buy the game you're paying for the development of the game and then when you um if you choose to spend money on in the in the the store and buy stuff you're paying for upkeep on the game yeah. and that's how i've heard it broken down and that's fine with me you know like i said you buy the game you're paying for the development you spend money on you know on gems or or whatever well you do but you buy gems and then you use the gems to buy whatever that, that's you're paying for the the maintenance fees and up and upgrades and expansions and stuff that's that's what that money's for so yeah um the, but the but I don't know. They never hid that from anybody. You know, they said that's how they're going to make their money. Yeah. So I've also heard some horror stories though, about arena net purposely tanking the economy in a manner. I can't remember exactly how it was explained, but basically in a manner that would cause people to spend more money buying actual money gold. I've heard players doing that. I haven't heard of arena net doing that. I've heard of players when they see a resource that's really cheap, buying all of it up and driving the price up and then slowly releasing the stuff back out into the market. Huh. But that's, I, I mean, I don't have a problem with that. That's that's playing the market. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I can't. Maybe I'll send you the thread, Dan, if I can find it. Okay. It was, all right. I remember reading it and being like, holy crap, I, I hope that's not really what's happening. Yeah. But it was a really compelling argument. Hmm. I'll read it. I'll give it, give it, give it some time. Yeah. All right. that all we got? I think In, that's it. Indeed. All right. Well, once again, we're going to take a quick break, uh, probably go potty, and uh, I guess be right back with uh, what we played this week segment, right? Right, fellas? Yeah. Yes, sir. Who's all excited? Right. I am. I actually got some good shit to talk about this week. So do I. I, got I played lot. more than FIFA. <laughs> all right. All right, Eric. I got, I got some stuff to talk about, too. So, yeah, we'll be back with uh, what we played this week right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 79 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast, where we are in our What We Played This Week segment. Uh, we had a few giggles during the break here, but uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. All right, go ahead. What'd that way pl- I can drink beer after I'm uh, done. Okay, what would you play? Uh, I played three things, Nino Kuni, Chief Among Them. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to talk about that now, or do you want me to briefly go through the other two? What's Chief Among Them like? 
It's this new RPG. <laughs> <laughs> Go through the other two real quick, and then and then talk about Nino Kuni. All right, I got back into Final Fantasy Dimensions. Oh, uh, and I'm really glad I did because I love that game. Okay, I loved it when I first played it, and I I don't remember what I said on this podcast about it. You liked it, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. I I still have a hard time recommending it at thirty bucks or whatever is it is. That's the iOS. Oh, oh, for all the stuff. It's not the. No, 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 no. This is a, its own RPG. This is the one that came out a while ago. I know, but I thought you could buy it by episode, right? Yeah, you can. Yeah, episode, yeah. And if you buy all the episodes, it's like 30 bucks or yeah. something like that, 27 or something like that. I still have a hard time recommending it at that price, but it is a great game. It's it's It expects you to know how to play these types of, types of games, which is good because it doesn't hold your hand. It, it's, it's very fun and, and retro at the same time, and I, I just I love it to death. I finally beat... The reason why I stopped playing before was because I was at this one boss that I had a hard time beating, but it was the type of thing that the save point was like 20 minutes before the boss, so every time I died, I had to go back to the save point. Wow, that's a pain. 20 minutes worth... Maybe not 20 minutes, but like a good five minutes worth of dialogue every time, and it was just a pain in the ass. I just stopped. But I I started back up and just did a bunch of leveling up and finally beat that boss. Uh, It was in the Elvish... I forget the name of the Elvish Woods... But I've been uh, been cruising through it. There's some even some side stuff I really enjoyed. I've I've unlocked a ranger class because it's it's class based like Final mm. Fantasy V. Nice. Uh, I've unlocked a ranger class. I'm working on unlocking Dark Knight class, which is really cool. It sacrifices his hit points to do damage. Uh, going going to the caves to unlock the I forget what they call them in this game, but they're like espers, you know, like oh summons the summons. It's, mm-hmm. it's Ifrit and and Titan and Bahamut, Chiva. Uh, the whole gang, you know. So it's really good, and I, I, if you if you got the money to spend, I recommend it. Otherwise, wait till it's on sale or something. But it is a really good game. It's been keeping me busy on the bus and on the subway and stuff. The other one I've been playing a lot of, I talked about a few weeks ago, is Super Hexagon. I like it. Uh-huh. It's fun. It's a good time sink. I finally got. I finally beat. And I use that word hesitantly. The f- the first level, which is actually the hard level, the levels are hard, harder, and hardest. Uh, I finally beat the hard level, and you do that by just by staying alive for one minute. Probably took me total time. I pro- it probably took me three or four hours to to get to that point. Wow! Uh, uh, and I looked at the leaderboards for that level, and somebody was in that level for fifty six minutes, Ooh. something like that, which is baffling to me. Yeah, it's insane. I don't know how it happens. Uh, so when you beat a level, you unlock one level further down. So I beat the hard level. Uh, harder and hardest are after that, but because I beat hard, I unlock hardest-est, which is after hardest, I think. But the music's really cool in that game. I okay. recommend it. Nice. Another game. Do you think uh, deserving of Game of the Year recommendations? Because we did see that floated around a little bit. Yeah, no, I talked about it when I, when I talked about it a couple weeks ago, but it's not, I mean... It's fun. The argument, it's like saying, oh, Tetris isn't a game of the year. But to me, it's not like saying Tetris isn't a game of the year because Tetris came out at a time when Tetris was as viable, a, a, or and that's the, the wrong word, but as, as much a part of, of gaming as all the other games in that period. And I don't feel like Super Hexagon is really in that space. It's more of a mobile time sink. Right. That's it. Okay. So there's that. Uh, the giant release I played this week, and I was really upset because I wanted to play a ton of it this week. 
Uh, I went to GameStop Tuesday morning before work. I have to be at work at 10 at the latest. Uh, the GameStop near me opens at 9. So I walked there right when they opened, went in, got my Nino Kuni, traded in Halo and Tekken, and uh, was really excited to play it. I was hoping to get out of work at 6. I didn't get out of work till 8.30. Wow. Wow. Uh, which is also what happened today. And I really, I only got, I got to play it for five, five hours. Okay. And as awesome as the game looked and as much hope and expectations as I had for it, I'm not in love with it yet. Okay. It's, it's, uh, it's a solid role-playing game wrapped up in a whole lot of good-looking animation. Uh, a great score. It's not even a soundtrack, it's actually scored. Uh, so you, like an orchestra is playing underneath you the whole time and it's it's really cool and I talk about the animations enough last week and the week before and probably the week before that so I won't I won't talk about that too much but it's a really great style there the story in my opinion in my opinion is uh deep but kind of not unique okay uh, I forget the name of the TV show, but it's about like a fairy, a woman who goes to a town. And there's a little boy, and there's a little girl. I don't remember, but they they end up going to this fantasy world where people in the real world have sort of alter ego, bizarro them's in this fantasy world. And there's a lot of that. You play this little boy named Oliver. Something tragic. Well, it's not a spoiler. His mother dies at the very beginning of the game, and you are distraught and sad, and Mr. Drippy, you cry on one of your stuffed animals that your mother made for you, and it turns into this little guy named Mr. Drippy, and he's the dude with the lantern on his nose. I don't know if you guys have seen him. Yeah. You, oh, we can go save the world back in this fantasy land, and and you know what? Because there's this alternate version of your mother in this world, we might be able to save her too. So, of course, Oliver's all excited, and he goes to that world. Um... So that's like the story in terms of gameplay mechanics. The combat works. It's it's a hybrid active. It's it's mostly active, uh, but there's also like a Pokemon element to it. So you're capturing monsters. I haven't gotten to the point where you can actually capture them. I've just been given them, and you raise them and give them sweets, which raises their skills. And of course, every monster has something unique about them, just like Pokemon. So there's like this element of Pokemon, and you can fight Pokemon. You can use yourself to fight. You have magic. Uh, there's a whole alchemy component, which I haven't gotten into. There's... Um, I'm just trying to run through the features really quick. There's this thing called the heart system, where characters in this fantasy world have broken hearts, and you mend them by taking hearts from people that have an overabundance of a certain type of thing, like enthusiasm or love or what have. So that's like a side quest kind of thing. And it, it, it becomes parts of the main quest here and there, but that's, like, something you do on the side. Um, it, it's a very... It's it's very Japanese, and it's... it's I don't want to say very Japanese, because it's so well done, voice acting. It's, it's, it looks really nice, but it's not... It doesn't do anything that really blows me away and keeps me hooked. And I always think back to what Sid Meier said. He said, games are a series of, of meaningful decisions. Yeah. And I don't really feel like I'm making very many decisions in this game. I don't want to say it's linear because there's a lot going on and, and a lot to do, but I just I don't I don't know. And and I, again, I'm the game. I was gonna say, do you think it's because it's it's early? 
That's. I mean, I don't want to give it my full. I don't want to say review, but I. I, I don't want to. Uh, I haven't given it a fair shake. Right. Is, okay. So, still a lot of playing of that game I need to do, but I don't know. I'm. I'm not completely sold on it. I agree more with the seventy reviews uh, than the nineties. Like this is the greatest game ever. Okay. Very good looking game, uh, and it delivers a story very well but again I want to be playing a video game not watching a well done anime right uh, okay there you go first I play a lot of RPGs I kind of know how to play them and, and what to expect it just it starts too slow and I, that's probably just me because I have that problem with a lot of games it just teaches you everything at such a glacial pace it's obnoxious yeah in the first two hours game it's like all you're doing is moving it's like run to this next spot and then have some dialogue some cutscenes and then run to this next little spot and have some dialogue and some cutscenes and I don't know and there's this whole like well I'll talk about it more in the weeks to come because I, I do want to play it there's something about just the books that's keeping me playing it whereas a lot of other games I would have just written off at this point like Assassin's Creed it's like screw that. Yeah. Okay. But I'll talk about it more. I I I wouldn't recommend it at this point, but so many people do like it and love it that I guess if you're interested, give it a shot. Yeah. Well, I look forward to hearing uh, whether or not playing it more maybe makes you yeah. sink you know sink into it a little bit more, Me get absorbed too. by it. Because I was thinking about getting it, but yeah. Okay. I don't, it does show. It does show some flashes of, of like I've had some boss battles that were actually kind of better, kind of. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Kind of a, a lot of fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, there were some hints of, of things that I could see being a lot of fun down the line. Okay. So I yeah. am into the characters though, and the voice acting is really good, so that helps. Excellent. Yeah. All right. That's all you got, Corey. For for today, okay, yeah, uh, more more about Nino Kuni to come, I'm sure, uh, as Corey Corey plays it more, obviously. Um, okay, all right. Well, do we want to talk about the cave right now? Group discuss. Yeah, sure. Because um, that was our our new game that we played this week. Uh, I wasn't actually going to get it right away. I was going to hold off, but actually, kind of like, surprised you got it at all. Didn't yeah, you? I was. I, I Watched a few videos for it. Seemed really awesome. Steam was, you know, really promoting it hard. I ended up getting it from Amazon because um, I had a little gift card balance left. Uh, so I bought it from Amazon and you know activated it through Steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, oh, let me call up my notes real quick for the cave. I'm really excited to hear about this because I need yeah. a chance to really play. Uh, it. Me and Eric played it for a few hours each. Will kind of just booted it up and yeah. did, you know messed around with it for a few minutes. Right. Well. Yep. Okay. Uh, where's my notes for the cave? God dang it. Are they not um, here? Oh, okay. Uh, okay, the cave, it's a Double Fine Productions game. It's a 2D puzzle platformer. Uh, at the beginning of the game, you choose from three different characters. Um, there's, what, is there seven? Seven, and I, you choose three of seven or eight characters. Yeah, and I really liked the introduction about, like, um, the way that you pick them. Each one has a story of why yeah. they're going into the cave. Yeah. 
Um, I just thought that was really cool, and yeah, the really guy's cool. voice is really cool. Yeah, uh, there's a narr- there's the, the a lot of the things that you do in the game are narrated, mm-hmm. um, which is similar to a game Bastion, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, which I'll talk about later because I I played that one too. Um, each character also has they have their own like Eric said they have their own kind of story of why they why they're going into the cave and it's kind of it's kind of played out as you as you play through the cave you kind of you know I, I guess the path through the cave is different depending on which characters you pick which is really cool um, you learn each character's backstory and the cave changes based on which characters you pick uh, near narrations similar to Bastion um, which characters did you end up picking Eric I picked the hillbilly. Um, the twins and the scientist. Oh, okay, cool. Did you okay, pick I pick, any of them? No, I picked oh, three good. completely that's different really characters. Good. <laughs> I picked the knight, um, the adventurer. I was this close to picking the knight and the time traveler. Okay. Um, the knight's special ability is invulnerability. Okay. Um, which makes it so you can't get hit by anything. Or I, I use it to fall. Like if I'm falling, oh, yeah, I'll yeah, use yeah. the invulnerability to not die when you fall. Uh, the adventurer can use a rope to like climb things, mm-hmm. uh, and the time traveler can like warp through like some doors and stuff. Okay. Uh, the hillbillies is holding his breath underwater. Oh. I'm not really sure why. I don't. Um, <laughs> it's come into play a couple times. Uh-huh. The scientist. Um, the only time I've gotten to use hers. Just calculations, so I use it to like hack into a door to mm-hmm. open it, mm-hmm. open a gate. Don't know what the twins do. I okay. haven't had to use it, uh, but when I hit the the button Y to use the special ability, it just like I don't even know. It leaves a creepy looking silhouette of the twins. Okay, there maybe it is a distraction for yeah. something. Yeah, maybe I I, didn't, I came across the monster, but it didn't do anything to him, so I don't know what it what it's for yet. Okay, let me just say who I'm gonna pick. Yeah. Yeah. Time traveler, hillbilly, and scientist. Okay. So I'm gonna pick. And what was the other? There was there's monk. a monk. monk. Yeah. That was the last. Monk oh, was all the way to the right. La- last character was yeah. there seven or was there eight? I feel like we're missing one. There's the tw- there's the twins, the monk, the knight, time traveler, the scientist, hillbilly, the hillbilly. How many is that? Six. Unless I'm miscounting. Yeah, I think we're missing one, but I can't remember off the top of my head what it was. Adventure. Oh, I didn't. Did I, I didn't say the adventure, did I? No, I, I swear there's one more, but uh, you know, whatever. That doesn't matter. Um, so I I played through, I think just about the whole hillbilly scenario. Mm-hmm. He goes in looking for true love. That's why he goes into the cave. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't want to give it away because it's still fairly new. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a huge thing, but right. it's it's a it's a fairly new game, obviously. So, um, I think my favorite things about it are the art style. Yeah, which is the case with a lot of those games. Gorgeous looking game. Yeah. Um, did you notice any lag? Well, you're not playing it on Xbox. No, I have it on PC. Okay. It gets laggy sometimes, like when you guys just running or yeah. jumping. The game lags. That's the only issue I've had with it. It's nothing that's really bothered me too much, but um, it's a little annoying. Um, but other than that, I, I really liked it. It's uh, I like the whole atmosphere of the game. It's kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, that's why I picked the twins. Yeah. Because they're kind they of creepy. They are very creepy. I liked... I, I, I picked based off the explanations of why they were going into the cave. Mm-hmm. The scientist is looking to cure... Something. A disease yeah. that's going to save a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
the twins. I can't remember what it was. It just said something like they were just out looking for fun or something. Yeah, yeah. they just wanted to play. They just wanted to play, and they're really creepy looking, and they have red eyes. And yeah. I was like, oh, all right. So theirs looks pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, I like finding the the pictures in the cave. Yeah, of their stories. Your, it's it's yeah. When you when you find a picture, what is there like eight pieces of your your character's backstory? Right. And it, it's it's shown in like a comic book almost yep. looking picture. Um, it'll say what you know what happened to your character to get them into the cave. Right. I guess it's you know filling in the backstory. Right. So I that guess. that part's really cool. Yeah. Finding that stuff is neat. The puzzles have been. I actually had to look one of them up for the hillbillies on the internet because I could not figure out for the life of me. Okay, I came close to looking up a puzzle, and I wouldn't have been able to figure it out either. Right. There's no way. Um, but yeah, but I, most of the puzzles are difficult enough to give you a challenge, but yeah. not so hard that you don't feel like you can solve it. Eventually, you'll figure it out. Right. Um, and I'm not good at puzzle games, so I, I really enjoy it. The The only thing that's bothered me a little bit is having to backtrack a lot. Oh, yeah. And your characters don't stay together. Mm-hmm. Every now and again, they'll regroup at, like, save points. But that has bothered me a little bit, but not enough to make me want to stop playing it. Right. Um, I don't know. The art style's great. I love just the, the feeling that the game gives you, the creepiness. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I don't know. It's definitely worth 15 bucks for me. Yeah, uh, gorgeous graphics. I the only thing I came across that was weird is I got stuck on a cliff. Really? Um and I ended up saving and, and logging out. That was like late last night that mm-hmm. that happened. And I have I haven't played it since, but not because I, usually I I don't play games on a podcast. Day. I just use the the to- free time that I would have to play video games mm-hmm. to take notes and stuff for the episode. So I haven't gotten back to it. I'll probably play it tonight, maybe tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But that was the only like negative thing I came across so far. Like Eric, I really like it. I don't think the puzzles are too too difficult um even the ones that i've come across that were hard i i I was able to figure out but i like they're almost obvious Mm -hmm. i guess after you you really you know figure out what yeah there there was one i had the right idea there's objects you can pick up in the maps that help you solve right they help you solve the puzzles i just had the wrong object i was doing the right thing i don't want to say what it was but i i just was using the wrong object yeah um, no, the puzzles are cool. I really like it. It's just, it can be kind of a pain in the ass because the cave is big enough to where it's a pain in the ass to go back and backtrack to, to different spots when you do finally figure out what you have to do mm-hmm. and get the three people in the right places at the right time. Yeah. That can be a pain in the ass, but it's worth it. Yeah. It's fun. The only, um, I, I'm with you on the backtracking and the only reason for me that that was a little bit annoying was because of the, the weird jump like after you hit the jump button it's delayed a little bit before mm-hmm. your character jumps yeah. and f- like one time i jumped right into a like a spike pit like mm-hmm. five or six times in a row i'm like really, really? am i ever gonna get this <laughs> but what i figured out was you have to play it a little bit like donkey kong country do you remember how you would roll off the edge of the mm-hmm. cliff and then jump yep. i realized that you you know you hit it as you're going and you will jump like even if you walk off the cliff you'll yeah. jump after a little bit so i that's how i kind of uh figured out that problem okay but yeah definitely recommended it's 15 bucks it's a well worth 15 bucks oh yeah it's it's got replay value because if you play with different characters you're going to get a different story and i think i actually might do that yeah which is very strange for me right (laughs) i i will do that too eventually after i beat it with the characters that i that i picked initially i think it's funny that we didn't pick any of the same characters that is funny I i was actually trying to think of which ones you picked I kind of assumed that 
one of you would pick the hillbilly. Do you say you're picking the hillbilly? Yeah. Okay. Just because it was cool. Yeah. I was, he was pretty close cool to picking guy. the knight. I was really close. It came down to the knight and the scientist. Uh-huh. But now it's great. Yeah. And if, if any listeners do get it, let us know who you picked the first time through. Yeah, that's interesting. That'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, great game, though. I really like it. Once again, well yeah. worth 15 bucks. If you're into the art, art style games, definitely get it because uh-huh. you'll love it. Okay. I had to lie to Eric to, for him to get it. Yeah, well, I was going to get it for sure, and then I saw some reviews that were kind of shaky. And you know, we're a we're a consumer podcast, and we have to spend our money where we think it's well spent, mm-hmm. which you know is another reason we usually like the games we play. Yeah, um, yeah, we we generally don't play too much that we don't like because right. we don't buy what we don't like. So. Right. Exactly, and like. You put out a couple of your review cards that games you weren't recommended, but when you bought them, you probably thought they would be. Yeah, exactly. So, yep. You know, but Will told me that he loved it without even playing it, (laughs) so I bought it. (laughs) Luckily, I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. So, yes. Okay. Uh, Will, do you want to go? Yeah, I can go. Okay. Um, The first thing I play is Fallout 3. Uh, I'm over 30 hours into the game right now, and I've beaten all the DLCs. The last DLC I did was Mothership Zeta, and um, I was just remembering about how phenomenal of a game it was. I know I said this last week and how much I loved it, but having so much fun with that. The last quest I did was uh, those, and that's where you go to Grey Ditch, and uh, you see the fire ants took over and killed everybody in it but Brian Wilkes and some doctor. Mm-hmm. So I just finished that quest, and I'm just going through the game slowly and having a blast playing it. It's been so much fun. I remember that quest. That was hard. Yeah, it was really hard because the fire ants are a pain to kill. Yeah, they breathe fire on you, right? Yeah, and you can't see them when you're shooting them. Yeah, because you're in that little ruined town. Yeah, and there's, there's fire is, in is your face. Is that with the superheroes? Is that what you said? No, that's Canterbury Commons. Oh, okay. That's, that's where what I'm thinking of. the mechanist and the antagonizer. That's what I'm thinking of. I did that one earlier. That's a fun one. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm level 26 right now out okay. of 30, so... And once I beat that and finish everything that I want to finish, probably around forty hours, I'm gonna to go to New Vegas and because I never, I haven't like played through New Vegas like I have Fallout Three. Okay. So that's what I'm gonna do. I really Good wish luck. I liked that game. I'm surprised. It starts so slow. Yeah, it oh does my start God. very slow. I just, slow. I can't get into a game that starts that slow. New Vegas is better starting because you start out not in a vault and you're like you're hoping, in the world. Yeah. yeah. Which will let me borrow. Yeah. So. Um. That's what makes me kind of not want to get Nino Cooney too. Is Corey said it starts slow, which will immediately make me not want to play it. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I, if you can get past the slow part and follow, I don't three. think I can. And I didn't love the environment. I just I don't know. What if I, I just, got you past the slow part? It's it's kind of it. it's kind of worse in New Vegas. The environment it's more is it? It's, it's more deserty. It's yeah. It's very sparse. The There's main, plenty to do in it, but the 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 visuals are. Sp- Really? That you're looking at a desert. I was hoping it was better. And that... If Fallout 3 is as better than New Vegas, you might like New Vegas more because it doesn't start as slow. I think I think the story is probably better, a little bit better in New Vegas. Yeah. Um, there's more interaction between the different factions yeah. than in, in Fallout 3. There is one really cool place in New Vegas, though. It's the... the Super Mutant Town. Yeah. That's really cool. Jacobstown. Yep. And that that's pretty neat. It's a different type of environment. Yeah. Definitely. But, uh, yeah, Fallout 3 is awesome. Loving every minute of playing it. Um, the next game I played, me, Corey, and Eric can actually talk about a Space Team. We've oh, yeah. We've been playing some Space Team. Me and Eric played after last podcast, and then me, Corey, and Sophie played 
during the weekend, and then me and Eric have been playing a little bit today. That's one of the... Might be my favorite iOS game I've played. Same here. Actually. You're one of them. That might be my favorite, although I, Flick Kick was pretty great. But It's in my top Multiplayer, five. I mean... Yeah. For just a f- game on your phone, for like, free? you can have a shit ton of fun playing that game with other people. That's imagine hard. drinking. And yeah, I was that just game. gonna say, imagine if you're just getting real shit faced and Barking just playing some space and... team and yelling at each other with all these big words. I, you can't, you don't have time to figure out what they were are. So you just kind of gotta hope that they're seeing the same thing that you're seeing uh, when yeah. you say it. You know what I mean? I can't <laughs> even pronounce some of the words. I always mess up. Sound like an yeah, idiot. but it man is that fun. It is what a, just a cool concept for a game. Just connecting your phones together, giving each other instructions. It's such a basic thing. It is it's very, so fun. Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, and uh, I would dare say that if you and your significant other have a phone, this is probably one you you could play together and be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'd recommend it. Yeah. I'll just give it a try. Yeah, absolutely. I hey, what was it? Was it a buck? It's free. Free for yeah. oh god, definitely try it. And I tell you what, with four people, I can imagine that being oh. pretty hard. Because I remember when Mikore and Sophie did it, the three of us it was difficult. Because you yeah. got you have to stay in turn for like yeah. using doing the commands. Because sure. if you get out of command, everybody gets confused, and mm-hmm. then there's mayhem, and then you die. Which is hilarious yeah <laughs> <laughs> nothing's worse than when you see the asteroid or the, yeah, the sun or up whatever on it. and you're like no no it does it gets tense and the, i hate when your panels like flip off and like uh, spin yeah it's so frustrating did Corey talk about this game before on here yeah he did okay so people know what it is okay yeah good mm-hmm. but will and i are confirming that it's awesome it's good stuff yeah, definitely play it and I, fun run yeah fun run's another one i saw this app um it was free on the marketplace, and I've seen it before, and I didn't get it, but I was in lunch with one of my friends, and he was playing, and I was like, oh, what app is that? He's like, oh, it's Fun Run, so we downloaded it, and I started playing with them. Like, this game is awesome. I and mean, basically what it is is you're four, like, furry creatures. You can either be a fox, a bear, a bunny, a tortoise. or It reminded me of the South Park episode. Oh, uh, happy tree Christmas Critters. Woodland Christmas Critters. Yeah, yeah. It's like that with Happy Tree Friends, is it? I don't know. Is, I don't know if you've seen that, but that's like yeah. a Comedy Central, or not Comedy Central, Cartoon Network, um, Adult Swim okay. type of thing. And what it is is you're four creatures, and you're trying to race through a map. Um, and there's only two controls, jump and use item. And there's item boxes throughout the map that you can get. And you can get, like, a saw blade, a bear trap, a speed boost, a heart, a shield. Magnet. Um, magnet, lightning. Those are the all the abilities. And you use them as, like, kind of like a Mario Kart, as tools mm-hmm. to try and mess up everybody else and win okay. the race. And when you win the race, you get coins, which then can be used to buying, uh, you know, cosmetic stuff for your whatever creature you have. There are microtransactions, but it only, like, you you buy them, or you use the microtransaction money to buy, like, whatever cosmetic gear you want. So it's not like in Dead Space where it helps you move along in the game. Right. It's, it's just, just cosmetic yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's totally side, like, all side stuff. And that game's fun. I Besides uh, Space Team, it's my favorite iOS app. Okay. We we play it in lunch. We have tournaments, and there's eight people playing, and like you'll just be hearing somebody will scream the f word as loud as they can at lunch, and like all, <laughs> all the tables just turn and look at us like we're we're idiots. And one of my friends chucked his phone up against the table after he lost. It's one of those games where you get very frustrated when you lose. Okay, and it's a ton of fun to play it. It is fun. Mm-hmm. I I don't like it quite as much as Will does, but. Uh... For, it's a lot of fun. For a free app. Yeah, free. I mean, And with more people. With more people, I'm sure it's more fun. Mm-hmm. And will beat me both times, so I might automatically hate that. Right. 
Yep. But okay. Um, and the final game I played, I don't even want to talk about it. So disgusted I am with it. Um, Final Fantasy: All the Bravest. And when we talked about it last week, I couldn't have been more excited to play it because it sounded really cool, and you know, it was a neat idea for a game, and it was only four dollars, which it's not bad for yeah. considering a, it's a Final Fantasy iOS title. Yeah, it's Square Enix. They're usually pricey. Just, yeah, putting out a thirty-dollar Final Fantasy Dimensions, but you start up the game and it runs through the basic commands and how kind of like it starts out with the combat. And how combat works is you start out with, like, 15 soldiers in your party to attack, you know, three or four enemies. And what you do is you just slide your finger on the screen on all of your characters, and they'll attack. And, like, you start out with all warriors, so they just all do a basic attack. But once, like, you kill enemies and gain experience and level up, you unlock more, like, slots in your party. Like, I think I have 19 now. And you unlock different classes, like the wizard, the thief, the monk, um, the hunter. And you unlock all those, and they all have different attacks that you, like basic attacks, because there's no special abilities, you just slide your finger. And once you do enough attacks, you unlock fever mode, where you can keep sliding your finger down all the your guys to keep attacking, and they don't have to recharge after attacking. So, I mean, starting out with that, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool, you know? But once the battle's over, um, you get all, you unlock, like, the stuff on the bottom, like all the menu stuff, and... What I heard about this game is you were able to unlock previous Final Fantasy characters in the series. And there are, I think, there's 35 old old characters from old Final Fantasy games. And to unlock them, you have to pay a dollar. Each? Each. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, so there's that. And it's randomized. You don't get to pick which oh, one you pick. Oh my god, that's <laughs> such bullshit. I got Van from Final Fantasy twelve. I think he was in. Ugh. And I was like, okay, whatever. I don't know Van, but whatever. It's just it's just a dollar. No big deal. What a racket. Oh, boy, and then it... the next one's just a dollar. Then the next one's just a dollar. I only bought one. I only bought Van because it was just like, <laughs> I want to go again right. to get somebody I know. Just when you think the game's four dollars. It's not. Yeah. Kotaku figured... You're going to get drunk some night, think <laughs> to yourself. Get drunk, turn on Final Fantasy, whatever mug jig it's called. Yeah, that's just... one you should delete before that does happen. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't drink, so that... Well, wouldn't... you could get drunk on Mountain Dew. Corey, or delete Red it Bull. before it happens. Corey didn't get it. He was smart. Okay, but Kotaku figured you need to spend $50 after you purchase the game to be able to get the full scope of Ugh, this game. That's unreal. Um, so there's that. You get a random character... There's tickets where you can go to different parts and like different maps throughout Final Fantasy. Like one example is Midgar from Final Fantasy VII. You need to pay four dollars to buy a ticket to travel on your airship to go there, which you have an airship to start the game. You need to buy the ticket to go there. Then four dollars, guys. I'm four. surprised you didn't have to pay upwards of five dollars to get your airship. I'm surprised too. I'm surprised they even gave you anything. Yeah. Then to go on from that, when your party wipes out, you, TBW. You, <laughs> The battle doesn't end like normal Final Fantasy, and you go back to your last save point. Everybody's dead. You have to wait a minute for each character to respawn, or you can spend, like, $2 to get an hourglass to revive your party. I Like, I if you had told me this, I wouldn't believe you that this actually is true. This is... Like, this is insane. This is real. This is real right now. And the That's worst part... Life, the worst part is, you earn gold after every fight. They, there's, no re, there's no use of the gold that you gain. You, you, you can't, can't you can't use the gold to buy, buy anything stuff. No, oh from my, what I found, I was like, you have got to be kidding me. And I was like, all right, I just won't die. Like, I know I won't die. They pretty much make it to where you die, and you yeah. have to use, like, an hourglass to revive your party. I was fighting a boss, and it's one hit for your, your team, somebody in your team to die. 
So once one person gets hit, you know, you're down to, I was down to 18 and then 17. He just kept hitting them, and they all just died. And he did attack where he killed, like, three, and I was like... Is this the worst game ever made? This, I, Square Enix pretty much gave all their fans the middle finger with this game, I think. And twisted it. Sounds like a contender for worst game. It's right up there, isn't it? Boy, just well, climbing up the tracks. I was, re- I was reading, before we started, I was reading the uh, Destructoid review for it. They gave it a 1 out of 10. Right, right. And uh, <laughs> I, I think the the one of the last lines was, this game is effing disgusting. Yeah. Um, oh, but, yeah. It, but it was funny because in the comments, people... Um, uh, people were taking like little snippets out of the Destructoid review for it and making it sound good. It was just like one out of context line, and it made the game sound sound really good. Like I think it was something along the lines of everything in the game is was crafted to be deliberate, and it like by itself it, it sounds, sounds like, like it could good. be a good line, but, but obviously it was crafted to be a deliberate money grab. Yeah, oh, and yeah. I thought that That's was funny. funny. But also when they put the for the MSRP, they put. Three ninety nine, three ninety nine, three ninety nine, three ninety nine, one ninety nine, ninety nine cents, ninety nine cents, and like thirty ninety nine cents. So you could get an idea of what the game actually costs. Yeah, I thought that was a good joke too. That's really funny. And I don't know. go ahead, Will. I, I was just gonna say, like the fighting, the the idea of the game is, I think, kind of cool. You know, you just slide on your finger to take out. It's simple, you know. Yeah. But to throw on all of the microtransactions that you need to be able to make the game good or and worth like playing is unreal to me. Yeah. Yep. I just hope it gets hate. A lot of hate. It should. And it, it's well I, deserved. Uh, smell a rat. Yeah. What? Who's, gonna... who's the rat? Square? Yeah. Sque- sounds desperate to me. Squeenix? This sounds real desperate. They're bank- pretty much banking off your nostalgia of, Final- nostalgia of Final Fantasy to spend the dollar to unlock And I'll characters. tell you, if it didn't work on you guys, it ain't working on anybody. Right. Yeah. You love Final Fantasy more than anybody on this planet. Exactly. I'm Fi- gonna check Final your... Fantasy VI will probably always yeah. be my favorite game of all time. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if we heard in the next few weeks. They're going weeks. under. Ta-ta. Well, they oh. haven't made a good game a uh, good game since when? That's beside the point. This is this is desperate. You don't you don't put that pockmark on they knew what they were doing you don't put that on a series like final fantasy unless you need to that right. that's a good point that There's, is a good point i wonder well they have three and a half stars for a review and i really i should not have there should be like no stars yeah for that one tops yeah because one that's a that's a 20 percent yeah is one star yeah Corey, that's too much. Corey is right. They must be. They must be very desperate over there at Squeenix because this is, this is some bullcrap. Yeah. I was so sad when I played it. It was just like this game's so awesome. I was like, I was so excited. And they're like, spend a dollar to unlock a past Final Fantasy hero. Okay. Okay. Van. Yeah. All right. I got Van. Wait. It's random. I wanted. I wanted like Sabin or somebody like that. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Yes. It's just weird, and and I I it thought the Final Fantasy VII re-release for PC was weird. Uh, like they, yeah, they, they they know these things are gonna make money, but it also seems like kind of half-assed and and soldered together and just just weird. Well, I talked about my because I tried to play play Final Fantasy on the PC again, and I couldn't get it to work. I could not get it to work. The DRM was so bad, so yeah. they they took my money, and I can't play the game. Oh god, that pisses me off. I don't. It wasn't for. It was ten bucks. Doesn't but matter. That's beside the point. Now I'm gonna go. I'm gonna download an emulator and I'm gonna play it for free and screw them. Yeah, they deserve it. 
And yep. even Final Fantasy Dimensions, the goal wasn't to get the game out there at a reasonable price point. The goal was to get all the chumps like me that really love Final Fantasy to spend $30 on an iOS role-playing game yeah. because it's they can. And they, I, I don't know, I feel like they need it. It's yeah. I, I, I can envision that meeting in that room where the guy in the suit tells the nerdy guy, "Hey, we need some, we need some freaking money. Can you throw something together?" I don't know. Yeah, that's, that, that's too bad because that's, that's what all the bravest is. And then, and then they're like, "Oh, here's an idea: ninety-nine cents, and you can choose which character you unlock." And then the suit says, "No, no, no, make it random." So, That's what so Will from the Thumbstick Athletes gets Van, who he's never <laughs> even heard of. Yeah, Final Fantasy Twelve was a big seller. Yeah, I. Dang it! I don't even care about Final Fantasy. This is just ridiculous. Uh-huh. The sad part, I don't even want to ever buy another one of their games. But if I see something Final Fantasy that they release again, I'll probably think about getting it because I'm an idiot. <laughs> this is it's just like Call of Duty. Well they got us by the short hairs. God. No, I was I was put off by the whole Final Fantasy VII debacle. I'm I'm not spending money on any of their games again. I just have a little bit of hope that maybe this will be good, but all the bravest just stomped on it and then yeah. left me there. Yeah. Well, what does Square Enix have? Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider Hitman. Oh yeah, Hitman. It's good. They got Kingdom. The new Kingdom Hearts are coming, right? Ooh, is that for the Wii U? Uh, doubt it. Oh, I thought that was a Nintendo thing. Uh, it might be, might be, I don't know. It's PlayStation. Yeah, oh, it's PS2. Okay. I'll get that if it comes out. They're probably, you know, nah, I'm not even going to get into it. <laughs> That's how disappointed I am with all the bravest and Square Enix. Uh, I think that was the only other thing I played. Let me check real quick. Um, Yep, that was it. Yep. Okay. That's all you got? Yeah, I'm disgusted. Corey, anything else on Square Enix? Weird. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I never thought about that, but that is... They can't... They they couldn't have assumed that that was going to be well-received by Anyone? anybody. No. Anyone. They're they, not idiots. Yeah, they just hope to take advantage of a f- the few people that would get it right away, and regardless of the... And damn the reviews, you know? But to do that to Final Fantasy, it's very deliberate. Yeah. And desperate to me. Yeah. I demand an apology. Let's do it. I want an in-studio apology. I didn't even buy it. I didn't buy it, but I still want an apology. I want the person who made the game to sit right there, and I want to talk to him. (sighs) Apparently Hitman was a top five game. Yeah, Hitman's popular. Yeah. He was number five last year. Yeah. I'll I'll give him that. Hitman's popular. No, Jeff's a big fan. Hitman yeah. was pretty was pretty good yeah. from what I played so far. I almost caught another red box this week, but I, really, I really liked Hitman. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Eric, what'd you play? Uh the only other thing I played was Will reminded me that the Dust five one four beta was got, was live on the the PS three. So I downloaded that today, forgot that I had downloaded it, <laughs> went back upstairs and got about a half hour in. Um, which was mostly just intro stuff, which was really cool though. It, it looks like uh like an epic sci-fi, you know, invasion movie. Mm-hmm. Um, is what the in- the intro was like. But I did get 
through the character creation, which was really cool. Um, it's very in-depth. There's three, I think there's three or four, like, factions you can choose from. And then within those, there's, um, I think they, bloodlines or races that you come from mm-hmm. within that faction. You mm-hmm. can choose from three or four of those. And then you pick what your role is on the battlefield. There's three of those with each one. So mm-hmm. um, it, that part's pretty deep. Um, I didn't even touch the like character customization because it looks quite overwhelming. Uh-huh. Um, I it, know you don't care as much what your character looks like. Not at all. Oh, no, no, that, no. I'm talking oh. about, like... Abilities? Yeah, abilities. Oh, and, okay. like Man, it looks pretty, pretty in-depth. Um, and we had talked before about how this... Uh, coincides with EVE Online, mm-hmm. and it looks like you get pretty big advantage if you have somebody playing EVE Online with you at the same time. Mm-hmm. They can, like, drop missiles on the battlefield where you're actually fighting, which is awesome. That's yeah, sweet. Yeah. Um, no, but it, uh, Will made a comparison with Planet Side, and that seems pretty accurate to me. Huh. Um, I, I obviously didn't, didn't do any of the battles or anything, but I'm very intrigued by it. It looks awesome. This was the game that Eric and I said would entice us to get yeah, a PlayStation. if it was a next-gen one. Um, it looks really, really cool, and, like, there's, like, a command center that you start out in and get your guy all geared up for battle, get your guy customized how you want him, which looks like it could take a while, um, and then you get in a squad, and you guys just kind of head out to the battlefield. And mm-hmm. That sounds I'm, really awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited to play. I really am. If I didn't have to work tomorrow morning, I would go home and play it tonight, but... Text me when you play it. I will. I really like the idea of the MMO FPS. Yeah, God, so do I. Because it's, it's just it's much bigger scale than. Yeah, it it looks really really cool. There was some gameplay video, and I was just like, man, this looks yeah. awesome. I'll have to watch some some YouTube videos for yeah. Dust Five Fourteen. Check it out. That's what I'm gonna do. Not that I can play it or anything. Right, Corey, are you gonna oh, at least... you interested at all? Why not? It's a free beta. Eh. I got Nino Cooney to play, and when I'm not doing that, I'm either playing Guild Wars or rubbing one out somewhere away. <laughs> My video game stuff. All right, mm-hmm. fine. If I had a PlayStation, God, I know, I... and that's the thing. I wish it was for Xbox, because so Will could play with me. God damn it! Because that game looks so good. Yeah, if we could play it together, oh, it'd be so awesome. Maybe I'll try it. Just do Maybe it. Just try it. It's free for God's sake. What's it called? Hello Kitty. <laughs> Hello, Hello Kitty. Farmville. Hello, Kitty Island Adventure. Hello, Farm Village Final Fantasy Bravest. <laughs> Dust all the bravest. Is that what? Dust the bravest off. Okay. So that's it. Yeah. All right. I will go next. I played Bastion, Ooh. which I bought during the Steam sale when it was, I think it was like under three dollars. I bought it at the same time. Yeah. Um. <laughs> That's insane. You, you can't pass up that price. Uh, Bastion's an action RPG from Supergiant Games. Uh, it's narrated. Uh, the whole every move you make is 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 narrated by um, one of the other characters in the game, uh, which I thought was really cool because you know you you start off in the game and you wake up from sleep or were you unconscious? I don't really remember now. Mm, Sleepy poop. I think you were unconscious. Yeah, but you wake up and you you know you get your hammer. I think you start off with. Yep. I just, you know, because what you do in action RPGs is you start smashing things. And I did that, and uh, the narrator was like, well, the kid raged for a while. And I was like, that's really cool. The narrator is awesome. Yeah, I really like the narrator. 
Um, well, I am they call him right the kid. The kid, yeah, that's the name of the main character. Is just the kid. kid. Um, I actually ended up beating Bastion hey, too. Did you? So, yeah, I gotta get my gotta get my round of applause. Thank you. Did you nice. love it like I did? I loved it. It's yes. a great game. Um, the like I said, the narration is great. The graphics are great. Uh, the controls are really tight and mm-hmm. work really well. I like all the different weapons. Um, you can really because what is there eight or ten different weapons? Yeah. Um, really like your play style will include whatever weapons you end up choosing you know mm-hmm. and they all have upgrades um there's different uh tra- they're called training grounds where you can uh both work on your weapons and unlock new you know like upgrades to your weapons um so that was really cool um I'm, i don't want to get too far into talking about bastion because we'll wrote a review that's on our website so if you want to oh, yeah. get a deeper review on bastion um just just we- read will's review um, but I loved it. It was it was a great game, and obviously worth three dollars. Um, but it was it's worth you know fifteen or twenty. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll probably go back to it and play it again. Um, in the new game plus mode, which is more difficult, but you uh, keep all your upgrades and stuff from from before. So definitely give Bastion a look. It's a, it's a great game. Did you care about the characters in it? Yeah, I did. I did like the characters. I did um, too. Yeah. There's one part where you have to make a choice. Yep. Um, I thought it was a good choice, but yeah, it, it's 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 interesting. It's a really really good game. Yep. I don't really have anything I didn't like about the game. I can't think of something I didn't like. Mm-hmm. That was one. That was the summer of arcade. The yep. year we started doing this. Right? Yep. yep. Summer of arcade game. Yep. Yeah, and it came out on. I, I was gonna get it actually for the iPad. Oh yeah, they did. Um, but I had you know it was kind of just pushed to the back of my mind and forgot about and then when it was on on sale on steam over uh christmas break whatever holiday break it was uh i think it was under three i think it was 250 i I remember i texted you my comparison of what steam is when you bought it oh yeah 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 i I compared it to the walmart in the south park episode because they get you with the really low prices yeah it's so cheap you just have to buy it yeah and then after that they can put the prices up and you'd still just buy it because that's what you do yeah uh so yeah love loved bastion like i said read will's review for more in-depth coverage on it uh the other game i played was the original fallout um I've been wanting to beat this game forever, and uh, it's one of those games like Final Fantasy Tactics that I get pretty far in, and then something happens that I can't continue, and I don't have a previous save. Um, That hasn't happened yet this time because I save multiple times frequently. Um, I have gotten to the point where I've gotten confident that I wouldn't die and something random, some (laughs) random event happens where I do die, but I only lose about an hour's worth of progress, so it is slow going. I don't think Um, you're meant to beat those two games. uh, I don't know. (laughs) One of these days I will beat Final Fantasy Tactics, but I'm working on the original Fallout right now. Try sucking less. I... Yes, that's one of the things I need to do is suck less. Yeah, definitely. It's crazy to me that you've never seen Act 4 in Final Fantasy Tactics. I think I have made it to Act 4. Have you? I think so. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I remember getting pretty far. I want to say that I made it towards the end when, like, it was the end of the PlayStation era. Okay. I just never finished it, maybe. It's a shame. Um, Like, right around when I got my Xbox, maybe I traded in my PlayStation. I don't don't know. Don't remember. But um, I'm do that. Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of my systems. <laughs> like my Xbox. Uh so yeah, I 
really good game. I think I got that from uh, GOG. I did get it from GOG. Uh, look into that if you're looking at it. I want to get Fallout 2 when I'm done with the first Fallout. Um, so I can, and then Fallout Tactics too is another one that oh, I want really? to play, so I can get my full backlog of Fallout games. Uh, so there was that, and then the only other thing I played was Star Wars Episode One Racer for Nintendo sixty four. Um, the game is as awesome as I remember it. Uh, it does hold up very well, surprisingly. Um, it's one of those games that you don't think would hold up very well, but I think what keeps it um, good is the tight controls. Um, you know, handling your, your pod racer is, is the controls are very tight. It's very responsive to what you're doing, even for a title as old as star Wars episode one racer. Um, Did you ever get to go to an arcade when that was out and no. drive the pod racer? No, that would have been amazing. Yes, I did that. I'm jealous. Awesome. No, my main experience with, uh, star Wars episode one racer is one summer me and, uh, our cousin Chris, who's been on this podcast before, uh, we, we played that for like two weeks straight mm-hmm. and stayed up two nights in a row, just playing episode one racer uh, during that two weeks, we stayed up two nights in a row and played that game straight. Nice. Um, we pretty much didn't leave his bedroom the entire summer and, uh, it was always extremely hot in his house. So we sweated like pigs. I don't like where this is going. Well, there's nothing, uh, nothing, uh, what's the word? Homoerotic? It, in, <laughs> incestuous about it. We were just sweaty and playing. Or homoerotic. <laughs> or homoerotic. Um, <laughs> there, there's nothing like that about it. It was just a lot of nerdy playing Star Wars Episode One Racer for two weeks. Uh, I mean, Corey, if you're going to question Dan and Chris, I mean, we could question you and Chris with your Adele night. Yeah, that you made me play over and over and over again. There, I, don't know. I don't know what you're referring to. <laughs> there's that. So, yeah, uh, it's a great game. It holds up. Um, some of the, the, the character models are a bit, like, blocky, but it's an old game. Right. Um, when you're actually, like, racing, it looks surprisingly good for how old of a yeah, game I remember it is. that game was so good. Yeah. Ugh. And uh, when I had heard about it, I was like, that's a stupid game. That's, you know, when I read, read about it in Nintendo Power, I was like, that's a dumb idea for a game. Um, but it's awesome. Probably one of one of the better Nintendo 64 games. Although oh, there yeah. is a lot of good Nintendo that was 64 games. It was a great games. console, but that yeah. was one of my favorite games for yeah. that. Good stuff. So, yeah, I played that, and that's it. So I played a lot this week. Hope, yeah, hope, we I hope did. to play a lot yeah, again we next week. Had a good week. week this week for game plan. I want to try and play one new game for every week. <sighs> that's my that's my goal. Uh, yeah. God, you know, and I wanted to play more. Um, of dust. Damned if Jeff didn't text me and want to get some FIFA Pro Clubs in. <laughs> Eric. What am I going to say, no? Yeah. No, I'm not going to do that. Say, Will, assign me CT dust. United is taking the march for the Division One title. Okay? Okay. All right. I'll accept that. We have homework for next week. What is that? Dust. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna, oh, I'm going to play dust. You're going to play a lot of dust. I'm intimidated by how in-depth that looks. I have to be honest. It's, yeah, I like that. This is a level of customization that I don't do. Eric is going into a whole new echelon yeah. of shooters. But okay. that that game is part of the reason I got Armored Core today, too, though. Mm-hmm. For the, I guess the customization's pretty deep in that, too. Yeah, something a little more complex than yeah. your standard shooter you know, like game. The, the mech battle thing, mm-hmm. which that's not. There's vehicles and stuff. I, I Oh, I should say I picked an engineer. Oh, okay. Cool. For dust. That's I don't remember... 
repairs vehicles and stuff like that. No, no, I don't, I'm trying to remember, like, the... Not company, I don't know what I want to say. Faction? Yeah, the faction that I picked. How many factions were there? Three or four. Three or four. Oh. Yeah. There's four. There was four of them. Uh, one's, like, a slave trading group. Um, one's, like, a democracy. One used to be a democracy, you know. And one was, like, the actual slaves that are being traded. Hmm. <laughs> Um, That's I'm re- cool. I'm really excited. I think I picked the one that used to be democracy, and now they do everything for the greater good of the group. So. Okay. I'm really excited to hear what you think about uh, this because I'm very excited to play it. This sounds amazing. Yeah. So many levels. Okay. Yep. Well, I guess that's it for this week's episode, right? Yes, sir. All right. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash thumbstickathletes. Our Twitter is twitter.com slash tsathletes or at capital T, capital S, athletes. Our website is www.thumbstickathletes.com. You can leave us a voicemail. We always need intros uh, at 607-527-0547, or you can email us directly at thumbstickathletes at gmail.com. If you're going to be ordering anything from Amazon, be sure to clear your Amazon-related cookies and then go to our website and click on our Amazon banner. It's got a few different video game controllers on it. I think a Wii controller is on it even, Mm -hmm. if I remember correctly. For what? For our banner, our Amazon banner on our yes, website. it does have a Wii. Um, yeah, if you're going to order anything from Amazon, feel free. It doesn't have to just be video games. It can be anything. Just click on our banner, place your order. We get a little kickback from Amazon for for sending you there. That helps uh, fund the podcast. Do it. So, yeah, do it. Uh, and I think that's it. So, yeah, um, that'll do it for Episode 79. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. I'm Will. Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.